to the races. Hello! Whoa. And welcome to... Two! Filthy! Nerds! Because we're dirty birdies. And we're also... Nerdy birdies. I was like, wait, I don't know which word I'm supposed to say. Dirty birdies, nerdy birdies. And f- filthy uh, milfies. Filthy... That's why I like dirty birdies. Filthy milfies, if we had kids. But we don't. Because... We made we do have the kids. right decisions. Our dogs. Oh, it's just like having a child. It's exactly. Oh, it's Anyone who tells you otherwise is lying to you. Having a dog is like having, you have a daughter, I have a son. Let the, me be clear. Anyone who thinks having a dog is exactly like having a child has never had their father leave them and take the dog. <gasps> he took the dog too? Oh, we've done, we've talked about this on another episode, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. He took the dog. Wow. He took the dog. Rascal. He's like, oh, I'm going to fuck her up real good. I'm going to leave and take a coping mechanism with yeah. me. Oh, um, that's why I, <laughs> this, I think that's why I can't wrap my head around emotional support dogs. Because I'm yeah. just triggered by it. My yeah. dogs. You're very, very, very obsessed with your dog. I, she's a good dog. She's a great dog. Great dog. Absolutely. I don't know what I will, would do without her. Even when I mean, I've. Now that you have her, I don't know how you've ever gotten through a day without her. Before she's, her. She's an angel. She's, she truly is an angel. You want to know who else is an angel? Garth Brooks. Wait, before we get into this, this is what we're running our filthy mouths about, you guys. But really quickly, we have been getting a lot more listeners, and we are so oh, thankful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What we would also like a lot of is some more reviews. So if you could Review, take a second. Rate, subscribe. Yeah, just on that podcast app, pull us up on your iPhone, or if there's a way to review us on whatever you're listening to. Subscribe to our podcast. Give us hopefully five stars and a nice little rating, a little review. We'll share it on our socials and it makes us feel good and it helps. Yeah, it really does help it. There's this whole algorithm thing going on and uh, we got to get into the algorithm. Uh, Yeah, we want to be in the mix more. Yeah, we can help us do that. And ultimately, this is just it's just going to be better for everybody because the more money this podcast makes, the happier we'll be, and the less running of our filthy mouths we'll have to do. Could you imagine the stuff we're going to run our mouths about? Ah, my pool. Oh, first word, world filthy mouth running. Just like, uh, oh, God, the housekeeper just, <laughs> she missed a corner. My pool boy is a scoundrel. <laughs> let, me, let me be very clear. As soon as I'm rich, I will be using scoundrel excessively. Scoundrel. Imbecile. Imbecile. Oh, there's another good you one. You imbecile, you scoundrel. What other rich adjectives are there? There's just insults that are only for the rich. Oh, I don't you know. Petulant, a petulant child. Vagabond. Ah. There's a vagabond on the lawn. Anything that has obscure consonants in it is a good rich person word. Ah. Uh, oh, it's very mellifluous. Yeah, they talk as if you have to pay per se- uh, syllable. Really? That's they're, that's them flexing their money. Because when you have money, the more commas you have, the more syllables you get for words. Yeah, because you have words. Uh, more free time to say things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rest of us are like, must go, bye. Like, yeah. Help! And that's our If you're only. rich, you can be like, ah, oh, farewell, my friends. I bid you adieu. I'm taking a leisure trip. A leisure trip. I'm gonna go. Are you gonna go summer? Where are you summering? Oh, I'm summering in the Hamptons. Where are you going to winter? Oh, I winter in the Alps, the Swiss part. What about the fall? Oh, I love to spin my fall 
<laughs> I can't even think. Parading the streets of gay Paris. Oh, and, and where do you think you'll spend the spring? Oh, it's not spring time. Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. <laughs> I love Zimbabwe this time of year. Oh, the weather, the animals, the other things that I'm probably not supposed to be a part of. The uh, culture that I'm... The, the culture, the beauty. That doesn't want me there. The, 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 the untouched beauty of Zimbabwe. We'll be spending the season in Madagascar this oh, year. I love a good island. Are you seasoning? <laughs> I'm seasoning. <laughs> yeah, ah. Uh, that's what rich white people uh, season everything except their food. They... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a good one. Uh, uh, anyway, let's get back to what we're here to talk about today. By the way, this was not my idea at all to talk about. This was her idea. Okay, it was in the news. It was in the, wait, 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 wait. In the news, it was in the news that Garth Brooks is up for uh, a Grammy. Uh, it's or not a, a Grammy, a, a, a CMA, a Entertainer CMA, of the Year. Country Music Award. Yes. For Entertainer of the Year. And Which he's he been won. in this category every single year. He's won it seven times. Yes. So, Garth Brooks, the kind, gracious, Hero. humble, humble person, withdrew his name from the runnings. He's no longer in the runnings for that award. Yeah. Because, and he quotes, and she quotes. You didn't even tell me I was going to have a fucking Oh, quote I thought you were going to quote it. No, he said, the last thing I want to do is seem ungrateful. But it's time for somebody else to hold the award because they're all out there busting their butts. What a guy. What a hero. Also, hero, so honestly. fucking annoying. You just hate Garth Brooks ever since I tried to watch that documentary with you and you made me shut it off because you couldn't take it. Listen, I love his music. Don't get me wrong. I can, I can karaoke to a Garth Brooks for sure. But that documentary was insufferable. He's a sweet guy. Insufferable. No, nobody wants to see the sensitive side of Garth Brooks. He's a nice, sensitive guy. And I insufferable. think he shows that. Mm -hmm. He's adorable. He's an adorable human. Insufferable. I think you just don't like seeing people happy. Oh, I like seeing him happy. I just don't want them being such a fucking ham on camera about it. He's just so... Did you hear that, everyone? Anyone on YouTube? Wait, Did I you just go. hear Nicole say that she doesn't want anyone being a ham on camera? It's just he's so annoying about it. Watch it. Can why somebody back it? me you up You tell here? me why it's annoying. I don't know. It's just fucking annoying. I, I don't know what it is. It's just like, I felt like he, this is him delivering every line. He's like, oh, yeah, to camera. Uh, it's, it's like a documentary. It's a camera shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, but it's just. It, it didn't, it's not, he's not breaking the fourth wall to look at the camera. But it just didn't feel honest. Why? It felt contrived. I think you think it felt contrived because you have decided what you think he should be like, and it's different than your opinion, so you're like, well, he's lying because that goes against what I've decided he should be like. I think people don't believe that a superstar could also be kind and relatively humble. I have to be honest. I really, really enjoyed the part of the story where it's like the coming up. Wait, was that his story? The coming up part of the story? That was, yeah, that was part of his Like story. traveling back and forth. I mean, I don't know how to tell you this, but everyone has like a coming up story. Uh, but I enjoyed, they, I they enjoyed, I enjoyed his. Yeah, from Oklahoma going to Nashville. Yeah. Because he goes to Nashville the first time and he's like, I fucked up. And he goes home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the cut, cutbacks, the rewinds, I won't say flashbacks because they weren't flashbacks. No, they were just but talking like, about the past. Talking about the past. That shit was fucking, oh, so I loved that stuff. And then every time they cut to him current day, I was just like, all right, enough. I think you're just mad that he got old and slightly less hot. 
honestly. No. He I still think, has a cute face. I think. He's got zaddy vibes for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he can oh, hang his hat oh, over oh, here. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, Garth oh, Brooks. Let me oh. tell you. Oh, honey. Oh, oh yeah. so good. You oh, yeah. You could ride me like the rodeo. I'll tell you what. Oh, you're Brooks. My eyes are cold and restless looking at you. I'm oh, heating up. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to figure out a Garth Brooks song. Yeah, well, you're not a good enough fan. So, oh, I can't think of. Oh, give it to me. Oh, yeah. I'd like to take you on the dance. Oh, yeah. It's all he does like a lot of rodeo stuff. Honestly, if you listen to lyrics of Garth Brooks songs, there's a lot of parallels to being a road comedian. And I think that's what made me appreciate him more as I got into comedy. Not that I wasn't already obsessed with him. Yeah. What? How did it start? Let's go back in time. How did your obsession with Garth Brooks begin? I mean, I come from a family that listened to country radio when I was a kid. And in the early 90s, Garth Brooks was fucking killing country radio. He was everywhere. Yeah. My mom liked him. And my mom had a thing called Heineken Saturdays. She didn't call them that. I that's just call them that now, looking back. <laughs> looking back. That's a good title. Where my, my mom would pick one of a small pile of albums that she loved and blare it. Blare it. By the way, we had these, like... The fucking giant speakers. You really don't need a big speaker now. I feel like you can do a lot of damage with small speakers. Well, yeah, little speakers. But the speaker technology. The fucking, Whoa. That whole, you know, you open the glass and it's got all this. Oh, it rotates CDs. Ooh. And like, just a fucking, you know, the height of probably me as a child. Yeah. Three foot high stack of vinyl. Uh, not, not vinyls. Uh. CDs and this whole radio set up with these giant speakers she had on each side of the couch. The biggest speakers ever. Giant speakers. Yeah, I remember those. I Those also made for excellent side tables when you were poor. That's, now looking back, I realize that's what they were. Mm -hmm. um, how did you know that? Because I went to college. <laughs> oh, I was like, how did you know what poor people do? Ah, <laughs> uh, college, when you were cut off at University of Michigan. Yes. I had to suffer among the other upper-class Michiganites. You have no idea how oh hard it God. was in off-campus student I, housing. I could only have pate once a month. Oh, oh how dying. I love the caviar. Okay, so Garth Brooks was among her small rotation of regular albums. She makes it every once in a while. There's one that maybe... I Why did Garth back. Brooks resonate so deeply? Is it because he's a, an award-winning country music artist who won seven years in a row? It's because he's an incredible songwriter, and I will stand by this for the rest of my life. For everyone who shits on country music, you do like good country music doesn't get the credit it deserves. I mean, it does. There's country music is a very, you know, popular, form lucrative of music. genre. That's why fucking people, when they're on their way out in pop and they're getting old, they're like, I'll just pivot into country because they still buy albums. Oh, uh, interesting. Oh yeah, no, that's why when someone goes country, it's a hundred percent like clawing to stay relevant by the way um yeah i i take this very seriously yes, i goes, feel like you're laughing she just goes oh yeah oh yeah that's my alaskan accent coming uh, out your level of enthusiasm the song so about about the industry of country music by the way which beautiful I, I honestly was my first choice for a career but it didn't work out partly because i didn't really pursue it outside of doing a lot of karaoke and one or two singing competitions but now what are those? were you very popular in the karaoke back in alaska oh this was it was after high school were you like college i'd go to karaoke first now i wasn't someone who was like in the scene 
that's that's the thing. I never got that involved. Yeah. People at the karaoke bar that I would go to, you that's know, maybe crazy. some someone would go, "Oh, I've I've seen you here before," but it wasn't like. I mean, if anyone who's been a, to a karaoke bar knows, they're a karaoke bar regulars. That is insane to me. There's a the Brass Monkey here in LA in, uh, in um, Koreatown. Koreatown. There's this one dude there who is every single time I have been there, he is there, and he fucking crushes every song and everyone goes nuts for him. He's like a superstar there. I love that. I think the man is addicted to his micro fame. Yeah, no, and I think, I honestly think that's what happens with some of these karaoke circuits is that like, I mean, it it's the same as you look at comedians who came up in the store and never leave the store yeah. because they're popular at the store. They're like, they like their little... Area where they are important and people revel at them. And yeah, it gets like that in karaoke. But I've always loved country music because I like the storytelling. Yeah. Good country songs. Garth Brooks. What would you say is your. Incredible, incredibly written songs. Give me your favorite Garth Brooks song and let's pick a verse from it. I I have so many. Yeah. How do you make me pick? It's like Sophie's Choice. Yeah. I mean, I'm pulling up songs right now. I would say off the top of my head, The Dance, um, but it's about a heartbreak. But. There's so many songs. It really is. I mean, how do you pick? How do you pick your favorite child? You know, um, I think the classes, friends in low places, thunder rolls. That's what most people know. If tomorrow never comes is oh, great. let's let's look at the lyrics. If lyrics for if tomorrow never comes. Okay. Do you want do you want to read them without yeah. any read them without any any inflection of the music? All right. And then, all right. This is a beautiful love song. Okay. And you tell me, if someone just showed you these lyrics, you have no idea this is a if Garth this Brooks song. If this is a song. poem a man wrote to me. This is, yeah. This is a poem a man wrote to me. You would, I want to hear what you'd say, because I think okay, you would come right. until you were dehydrated to death. Sometimes late at night, I lie awake and watch her sleeping. She's lost in peaceful dreams, so I turn out the lights and lay there in the dark. And the thought crosses my mind, if I never wake in the morning... Would she ever doubt the way I feel about her in my heart? If tomorrow never comes, will she know how much I loved her? Did I try in every way to show her every day that she's my only one? If my time on earth were through and she must face the world without me, is the love I gave her in the past going to be enough to last tomorrow never comes i mean i could keep going that's incredible he's a great songwriter great songwriter and i'll tell you this the reason i mean that is somebody that makes me want to get in a relationship just so i can get my heart broken let me tell you the reason garth brooks probably realistically infiltrated my life is based in narcissism not my own my mother she thought he was singing to her no told me once that someone, when his album with The Dance came out, Mm -hmm. The Dance is another song of his, which is a very good song. It's about losing someone you love. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm pulling it up. Like, it's like, should we do the lyrics of that? But no, Uh, look it up, The Dance. Somebody told her, someone who was familiar, because at the time I think my mom must have been writing poetry or something. I have fucking no clue. One of her siblings was like, you should listen to that album. I feel like you could have written those songs. Amazing. And so I think my mom's like, I could have written these, you know? Oh. Like, I know for a fact, she's my like, mom wants she's like, listen to my new, I mean, Garth Brooks new my album. My mom wants the dance played at her funeral. Why is a parent telling their kid that? Because she's mentally ill. 
It, but re- it really is impressive how crazy your mom is. It's in like the best way. Of all the things that probably fucked me up, I got Garth Brooks. Yeah. From you my did. mom. And he's, I don't know. I think anyone who doesn't like Garth Brooks hasn't listened to Garth Brooks. Yeah. If you've based your dislike for Garth Brooks either on just because he's a country artist or, God forbid, Friends in Low Places and Thunder Rolls, mm-hmm. which are not bad songs. And the Thunder Rolls. But they're his most and popular ones. And the lightning ones. strikes. You are doing yourself a disservice, I think, personally. Listen, I like his music. I listen to his music. I enjoy it. That documentary. Does, woof. Does that feed into how you feel about the fact that he stepped down from Entertainer of the Year? You know what? I got to be honest. I think it's really nice that he did it. Yeah. But also. I see two sides to it. I feel like it's almost like condescending to everyone yeah, else. Yeah, like it's like let someone else have it as though he's assuming it was going to be him. So now whoever wins it has to go, well, was I just runner up? Yeah. But on that note, perhaps he has acknowledged that while, you know, the the scenery of the music industry and the landscape of country music as far as the artist is changing I don't know who is in charge of voting mm-hmm. for the CMAs, who makes those decisions. Mm-hmm. So maybe he realizes those people are still kind of old hat, like old white country guys. So they're yeah. like, they don't like the new stuff coming. Yeah. In. So he's like, that's you know, fair. That's fair. Changing. That's really nice. They're going to vote for me. And that's not representative of yeah. where country music is headed, which if you ask me, who are the other nominees? Did you read that? I did not, but let me pull them up really quick. I wonder if, uh, I wonder if there's like, I, I I don't understand how it who would vote on a CMA. Yeah, who would even vote on a Grammy? Uh, I don't. I don't. The, the Academy of I assume there's Academy. There is an Academy of Country Music, but there's also Academy of Country Music Awards, so that can't be what it is. But what is this Academy doing? I just don't understand. I don't understand how Academy works. Can someone please tell me how Academies work? Oh, you pay to join an academy. If you get, by the way, um, and I don't know where all this extends to, but any artist who gets on the short list, the consideration list for the Grammys is offered membership. You you have to like be in the, you have to join the academy. Mm-hmm. Anyone I think can join the academy. You join the academy by paying a fee and that's how you can attempt to get shortlisted. Oh. You have to okay. be. Okay, you have to pay to play. Yeah. Okay. Um, Oh. Again, I'll do that when I'm super rich. So, Entertainer of the Year, who Garth Brooks was up against, mm-hmm. from what I'm seeing, if if I'm reading the wrong thing, someone feel free to correct us. But, um, wait, is this this is no wait? Is the CMA are the CMAs different than? No, I guess not. We're we're, we're we'll figure this out. Sorry, you guys. Luke Bryan. Eric Church, oh, Eric Church, love him. Luke Combs, Thomas Rhett, and Carrie Underwood. I mean, Carrie Underwood's gonna get it. Maybe. What's we'll what's your what's your so each of those artists? I'm trying to think. I haven't been in the loop fully for this year, and I haven't gone to any of their concerts because I think Entertainer of the Year isn't just about who has the best music. It's who puts on the best fucking show. Yeah, and no so. one's putting on a show now. I'll be honest. When I drove in your car the other day. Country radio was on, and I did not change the station. Well, what a hero you are. I appreciate that you recognize my efforts to be 
less open minded. Open minded. I mean, I listened to those songs. I heard their words. I just don't like the twanginess. That sometimes it's like you don't have to force the accent so much. But I also maintain that like you could take any country song, and and this feeds into the lyrics and the storytelling, and. Have someone without that accent sing it. Maybe you put it to more of an indie guitar background and it would just be like a good folk song. Yeah. You could do like folk rock. See, I like folk rock. I like a good Americana song. Which most of country music lyrics, you could easily manipulate the music to be be that. They're just feeding into what, you know, popular country music is. Some of it's fucking stupid. Honky tonk, badonkadonk. I'm sorry, what? That's, I mean, that's not even relevant. That's from like 2008. But there is a song that has that. Oh, yeah. As the lyrics. Oh, yeah. That's the name of the song. I mean, it's a that's fun the name song. of the song. It's a fun song, but honky tonk, badonky donk. I mean, it's honky donk, badonky donk, badonky donk, badonka donk, like a butt. Like, but it's the same as like there are really deep rap lyrics mm-hmm. in some rap songs and then there's a song that's like shake your laffy taffy shake your laugh you know what i mean so, yeah, 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 yeah but yeah. this was like a country version of a shake your ass song yeah okay and frankly i think i appreciate they, that that sounds can you play it real quick i think trace adkins was on the forefront of ass shaking country music because more has come out since then but i mean can we insert it or should i just just play play a little bit we're not going to do that much we're not going to do enough to get in trouble Yeah, there's like the, there's like music video hoes coming in. Yeah, and he's just yeah, everybody's looking super sexy in a country bar. Yeah. Oh, there's a girl in Daisy Dukes. They got video hoes. They got rap video hoes. All right, enough. Lord help us all. Oh my gosh. But. I mean, it really... That's not the song I'm referring... The fucked up thing is every time I try to argue that country music is good, I'll be like, come on, I'll be in the car, I turn on the radio, and it's the fucking worst It's the worst song, song that comes up, yeah. Were you... Who was with me? Was it you? When I was like... <laughs> I turn on the radio, and it's like, I miss my grandpa no. and my dog. And I was like, why is it always the cartooniest... Whatever. The, the one that's a hyperbole of a country song. Yeah, it's like... We fucking don't need a song about a guy, a a hound dog. (laughs) And a grandpa, a dead grandpa. Uh, Hound dog, dead grandpa. Who's singing songs to these people? But, I mean, I don't know. But on that note, I would just like to point out that Nicole and I uh, have stepped down, uh, stepped out of the Emmys. We we removed ourselves from all of our... Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. I fully forgot. Podcast awards, we've... Pulled ourselves out we because... Bu- because we think other people should win. Yeah, so you know, good we- luck to everyone nominated for Best Actress in a Comedy because we both pulled ourselves out for yeah. our, our great work in... Mm-hmm. Um, it, but, so... So, yes. That? But next year, we'll see you at the Emmys. For sure. All right, or you guys. Or the Grammys. Okay, listen, you guys. We're about to start the regular thing. This is the end of the fucking book. Before we go to our breakdown, what we're going to do is... For those of you who don't know, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash twofilthynerds, where we do live readings of every chapter, and we live read the last five chapters all together, and before we did the live read, I had Nicole give some predictions. 
what maybe she thinks is going to happen after we've ended up in this graveyard because that's where we left off. And uh, we went down the list of all the new characters mm-hmm. and had her list good, bad. Had her say which side she kind of thinks yeah. they're going to end up on when it's- things shake out at the end of the book. Uh, so we're inserting that right here, and then we will be back to break down the episode. I mean, the chapters. All right, Goodbye. guys, bye. So before we start, we're going to get some predictions from Nicole, uh, which she is giving these right now before we do our live reading of the final five chapters. We left off. Harry's in a fucking graveyard. Cedric has been a vodka cadavered. Weird fucking Pettigrew potions. Um, what the fuck? I mean, he, he did the weird ass, what, cauldron shit? Where he chopped off his fucking arm. Lord, Lord Voldemort, excuse me, has risen, essentially. Um, what? Okay. All the money in the world on the fucking line. What do you think J.K. Rowling has in store? You've got five chapters left. I, I Since you claim to be I, on to I, the format. I don't know. This is like the weirdest. Harry has to get away somehow. We know that. So he either gets rescued or how could he get out of there? Um... Is, does the port key disappear after you get there? Is the so No, you still have the port key because they took it away at the World Cup, but okay, I so think it has to be reconfigured. Tra- okay. Yeah, because they reused it. Well, if somehow that can get reconfigured, Harry can port Well, someone key. would have to know how to do that, and they'd have to do it there. So if Harry knew how to do that, or, or maybe Pettigrew or Peter Pettigrew has a change of heart and he decides to transport them back, he knows how to do it. I don't know. Um, so somehow he gets out of there. I don't know how. Um, I mean, Voldemort is back. Obviously, he's not going to be dying in this book at any point, but... I mean... I don't know. Can he die? Can he live? He's still a very confusing creature. I mean... Who knows? I don't know. I don't know what his powers are. If he gets his power back... If he gets his power back... Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's going to try to kill Harry again. And it doesn't work again. And now Harry has two lightning bolts on his forehead. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> um, you had a, an interesting theory yesterday what? when we were talking in the kitchen about, well, it wasn't like very thought out. Okay. But well, you were saying something about like somehow serious something because of Peter Pettigrew. You think that he. Oh, was- see, so I feel like Sirius might have some like weird connection to Peter Pettigrew, so he knows where they are, and Sirius is going to show up there and save him. Every time we talk about Sirius, my Siri tries to. I'm so obsessed. Um. Uh. And then. Yeah. So that's kind. Of, you just think he's somehow going to get out. Maybe Sirius shows up and tries to save him. Maybe yeah. Peter Pettigrew has a change of heart and like. It's either Sirius shows up or Peter Pettigrew helps him get out of there. It's somehow. one of those two things. It's one think. of those two things. Okay. And then- so somehow he, he, ta- and he gets, he gets loose somehow and takes the port key back. So it's either Sirius rescue, rescues him or takes the port key back. Cause he has to get out of there somehow because the, the books go on. So we know he escapes. Um, um, yeah. And then I have no idea what could happen after that. Okay. I mean, now that now that Sirius is in the picture, I mean, I don't I don't know. I just I don't know. I mean, now that now that um Voldemort's in the picture. Anyhow, okay. What are the next? Um, and so what we're gonna do before we move on to the readings? Now that you've given us a light 
idea of what you're thinking. I want everyone to know that I am genuinely super stressed out right now. Like actually physically stressed out. She has this disgusting blanket that she's had since 19. I brought my binky. Oh, four or whatever that she keeps with her for stress in my room, stinking up my room, thinking, I don't know, just because I don't have a sense of smell. I see it. I know it's stinking up my room. This is what we're going to do. I made a list of- I wash it every week. I think most of the characters that have popped up in the book and just real quick going to go through and name a character and she's going to say if they're on, they're going to end up being good or bad. So so we know who she thinks is either involved in the plot or is going to save the day in some capacity. So Pettigrew, you said you don't know, maybe a change of heart. Pettigrew, it may be a change of heart. So he's a maybe. Um, No more maybes. We want firm answers after this. Big, firm, Big, firm, jiggly, well, it's firm, so. Can you be firm and jiggly? Uh, Just the kind Well, we're all trying to get to. Right, ladies? Okay. (laughs) Just one lady. Um, Like, right, Maria? And everyone listening? Uh, Crouch. Crouch. Oh. Good or evil? Evil. Evil. And do you think he's been evil the whole time? Or that maybe he's been bought? Okay. Evil. Only based on what we know so far, I feel like you could have a thought either way. Yeah. Um, Bagman. No, you know what? I take that back. Crouch is good. Crouch is good. Crouch is good. Bagman? Uh, bad. Bad. Bagman's bad. Bagman. Bad. <laughs> like Bagman's the Hulk? Um, Maxime. Madame Maxime. Um, Madame Maxime. Good. Good. Karkaroff. Um, I think because of the trial and the fact that he gave up Death Eater names, um, I feel like, I feel like Voldemort would see that as unforgivable. So I think he's going to have to be on the good side for protection, even though he would want to be on the dark side. Mm, Okay. Uh, let's see. Snape, his name's been thrown around. (sighs) The troll really fucked me up with Snape. Um, nothing the troll said was true. I don't believe you fully. Um, there's no trust. I think Snape is a good guy in this. You think he's a good guy? Okay. Uh, Moody. For the sake of him being a new character. Um, Moody's good. Moody's good. Moody's good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dobby. Dobby's good. Dobby's good. Uh, do we think we'll see... Oh, wait. Winky. Oh, Winky. Yeah, yeah. Good point. Thoughts on Winky. Did I say Crouchman was good or bad? Winky's good. Winky's Winky's good. good. Okay. Um, Hagrid, good. Hagrid, good. Okay, Hagrid, uh-huh. good. McGonagall, good. I, good. Was just, I wrote yeah. down, like, every name yeah. I could think of. Um, Draco Malfoy, do you think... I mean... We obviously think he sucks. Do you think he's going to come into play? I don't or, think he's going to come into play at all. Okay. Um, what about the Malfoys? They were in earlier. We've mentioned them a few times. I don't think they'll... Oh, uh, you know... I don't no, know. I don't think they'll... No, no. Um, who else do we have? Fleur Delacour. Good. She's good. Good. Victor Crumb. Good. Good? Okay. Yeah. What, what do you think is his reason? I mean, even though he gave Cruciatus curse, you still think he's good? I think maybe his body was being taken over. Oh, like the Imperious? What is that? Imperious curse? What's that called? What's, Someone in the whatever the curse where you can take Remind over us. their body. Uh, Dumbledore. <laughs> uh, Dumbledore. Good. Obviously. Uh, Rita Skeeter, do you think she is... She's just an, she's antag- she's she's just an antagonizer. A, she's just shitty, but she's not necessarily a, part of She's a of shit the, disturber. 
Um, and then as far as that imperious curse, thank you to uh, Jean and Greg in the chat. Uh, for reminding us. Uh, join our Patreon to be part of our chat. Patreon. Guys, I'm genuinely nerds. getting more and more stressed out when we talk about this. And last question. And this is, you should, my hand is, I just, just. If you could be watching, she's a cartoon of, she's like, if you were to do a, a commercial for an anxiety medication and they animated it. I'd be the before. She'd just be the cartoon of anxiety. <laughs> before you pop the pill and it explodes like The germs. fact that is I've that never booked an anxiety pill commercial commercial um maybe it's because your meds are working um oh any theories on what is going on with fred and george weasley i don't have a fucking clue if you had to guess i I mean you have no idea but they're clearly blackmailing someone put a guess on i don't know if we'll find out but who do you think if you had to go like they must be blackmailing this person Ludo Bagman. Ludo Bagman. I could see that being, I could see the, the path that you took to get that based yeah. on mm-hmm. what they've been doing this book and winning yeah. money from him, et cetera, et cetera. All right. No further ado. Well, for those listening, not in the Patreon, onward to our review of the reading, which will tell you what actually happened and you'll know how wrong or right Nicole was. Chapter 33. The Death Eaters. <gasps> All right, we left off, and Voldemort has been resurrected. Harry's tied to the Tom Riddle grave. Cedric's dead. Fucking Wormtail cut off his arm or uh, his hand. What? I, I wasn't totally clear on what he cut off. I thought it was his arm, but then as this chapter went on and, and the subsequent ones, it feels like maybe it was just from his wrist up. Yeah. Either way, he fucking chopped off. A, a piece of his fucking body. A limb. Yeah. By the way, just so you know, it is really hard to saw through bone. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know. It is not easy. That's why I always feed it to the pigs. I was pre-med. I know. Oh, I'm just a murderer. Anywho, <laughs> so Harry uh, is like in astonishment at yeah. everything that's going like, on. His mind's fucking blowing. And By the what- way, Voldemort's like... Got weird red slit cat eyes. Doesn't have a fucking nose. It's just like nostrils. Like this is crazy. But he's back, baby. But I mean, obviously Harry would know it's Voldemort. But like, how do you? Like, if you just saw that guy, would you be like, yeah, that's what Voldemort looks like? I mean, I think he just. Do we know what Voldemort looked like before he got mutated? Um, is that is that ever at all? Oh yeah, Tom Riddle, like an older kind of hot guy. Hot guy. Like you're not you're on this quest for immortality and you've just lost all the part. Like you so desperately want to live and be this evil Lord, but, uh-huh. but you lack the part of the ego that goes, I wish I was a little more attractive. It's crazy to me that he was so hot. He was probably really popular. Why, why wasn't he like trolling for Dick? Why was he just always, or I mean, church, or whatever i mean maybe trolling for dick or pussy dick or puss why wasn't he doing that instead he was just like in revenge mode i think that you know there are people who are heterosexual homosexual bisexual and then there are people who only get horny for power and he was one of these people i mean okay all right as we know from jeffrey epstein and prince andrew and the like some people get horny for power and children oh that trial uh, of Jislane. Of Jislane. Think she'll get murdered? We can only call her Jislane on this podcast. 
I was born on Jizz Lane. Instead of the, I will instead not of, have you instead of, my home street. Instead of the uh, carpool lane, it's the Jizz Lane. Jizz Lane. Hey, what? Get out of the Jizz Lane! You don't have a sticker! Or as Nicole calls it, her asshole. Ooh, burn! No, it's down the old cum highway. Old cummy Hershey highway. Oh God! It's like Ooh. a swirl, like those. Uh, oh, it's like a soft serve cone. Oh, I love vanilla and chocolate. Mm, oh, mm. Boy, Who's hungry? Oh. <laughs> mm. uh, okay, so the chapter starts out. Voldemort is fully formed now. Yeah, he is extending the hand full on. He's feeling himself. He is just feeling himself. Sorry, we. I had to. I, I mean, I just had to. If YouTube takes down our whole video for that, well, I welcome. I read that part about you. Well, you read it, and I listened to it. That part where he's like looking at himself, and I'm just like imagining a guy being like, "Damn! Oh shit! I built a good one." Yeah, he's just like extending his hands, and I was just thinking all the times the past week that I've extended my fingers and looked at my fucking disgusting claws, which I finally cut. But, Thank God, Baruch Hashem. Uh, I still need to. I now need to re, what's it called? Them. It doesn't Your matter. Your nails grow so fast. I'm. I grow everywhere except horizontally. Uh, uh so it's well, fun. Yeah. No, my nails grow fast. My hair grows fast. And what I think it is is that I'm dying at an alarming rate because these are all dead cells. Oh, if that you think is about a, that it. is a good point. That's um, maybe that's why I don't look old. Maybe that's why I don't look thirty. Because you're not dying. Because, um. Like, the, but the everything lead. because my hair grows slowly, so my cells are turning over slowly. So that's maybe that's why I'm not aging. Because that's not... why I'm younger than you, but I look like I'm a fifty thousand year old witch. I mean, absolutely, witchy witch witch. Oh, boy, I, I mean, I gotta stop. We looking are, at uh, yeah, we gotta camera. stop looking at ourselves. <laughs> okay, so we're being well, very Voldemort. Well, here. Voldemort is just checking himself out. Wormtails on the ground, just bleeding out. Bleeding just, out. So he's like. Please, master, you 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 swore that you would help me. Please, please. And Vold Voldemort not helping him. He's got uh, Wormtail's oh, he, got the dark. He grabs his so he's like, "Give me your arm." And of course, Wormtail extends the nub where he's yeah. just chopped off, and he's like, "That's okay. that one." And he grabs his left arm, uh -huh. the good one. Yeah, and then activates the dark. Mark. He pulls up his sleeve. Oh, you got to be more dramatic. Okay, come on. He we need the drama. Wait. He, he pulls, pulls it up, up the and then we see in red. Ooh. The dark mark <sighs> looks exactly like the one that shot into the sky. <sighs> and he puts his hand on it. Harry Scar <sighs> on fire. Fuego. Yeah. He's calling the other Death Eaters. It's a bat signal. After he touches it, it turns black. And it's just like full branded. Ooh, what's next? So then Voldemort's like, ah, Death Eaters are going to be coming soon. Let's yeah, see who's still loyal to me. wondering aloud, yeah. Who among them will be brave enough to return? And who will be foolish enough to stay away? Well, what if they can't get there? Like, does everyone just have to stop what they're doing for him? <laughs> yeah, Is that the deal? People like, can I have five minutes? It's Voldemort. You yeah, just yeah, stop yeah. what you're doing. Time out. Time out. They like Zach Morris freeze the frame. They're like, one second. I got to Voldy oh wants Oh my God. Me. Imagine a man's just balls deep in you and he's like, I'm sorry. I have to go. Or he says nothing and he just feels his arm and apparates away. Yeah. You want to talk about abandonment? straight missions? out of your pussy. <laughs> a man is inside you and he just apparates and you're like, <gasps> wow. 
Oh my god! And then he apparates right back, and he comes inside you. You know, uh, he apparates into the graveyard, and he's like, "I'm here, sir." As he's just coming as he lands. <laughs> Hi, I'm a faithful servant. And another, yet another silvery thing, just emitting from something. I feel like that's a theme in it. The well, silver, silvery thing. Is the lapse in between? Yeah, is the lapse in between? Him touching the arm and them coming. Is it everyone just scrambling for robes? Like, oh shit, where's my hood? I I hope they show that in the in the movie. That'd I'd be th- so funny. I mean, I just want to see someone like, pops up from eating pussy and they're like, ah! I need my hooded robe immediately. <laughs> Babe, do you know where my hoodie is? <laughs> a guy's just like in a ball gag on the floor with a dildo in his butt. He's like, honey, <laughs> honey, my mark is going off. I need you to, un- I gotta go. Untie me. Voldemort is going to be pissed. She just throws the hoodie over him and he, someone under the hood just has a ball gag and a dildo in his ass. And he's yeah. like, Good <laughs> to be back, sir. <laughs> what do you have to say for yourself? Ooh. You? you didn't come find me. I was all tied up. I didn't come anywhere. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was, I was pretty tied up. Anyway. So... <laughs> At that point, Voldemort's like, I'm going to have to do some monologuing. Ugh. So, yeah. I've got a lot to say. He's not been a human body for a long time. And by the way, the only person he's had to listen to him really is like one person at a time. He starts the classic villain monologue. Yeah. Which anyone who's watched any movie with a villain knows this seems to be the downfall of so many villains. Every single one. The recap. Yeah, that they're like... (laughs) I've waited they, years and years, and that's when they, they get yeah, attacked. Yeah, that's when they get attacked. They either get attacked during that, or they divulge information that's later going to be used they against go, them. Whoopsie! Oh, my bad. Which I could see him doing. Which he actually did. He does, but I think that is more the arrogance of thinking that he's like, it doesn't matter. You'll because be, you're not going to be here. You're going to be that's, dead. That's what all the evil people do. They're yeah. like, they're like, I'm going to let you in on the secret of how brilliant my evil is. So uh, bye bye. Here's what he starts monologuing. So he starts talking from the beginning about his parents. It's so his dad, Genesis, Tom Riddle, who's a muggle, yeah, and his mom, who is a witch. And his his dad had an affair with his mother. Mm-hmm. Horse. He blew a load Both in her. Yeah, and then she's like, "I'm a witch," and he's like, "Well, I'm fucking out of here. Bye." And he so went he back splits. to his fucking family. By the way. And just leaves this witch knocked up with a half-breed. Yeah. Why does Voldemort hate... He's a half-breed. I mean, have you heard anything about a man named Adolf Hitler? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like... Who was? I mean, these rules seem pretty strict to these people. Yeah, but he's more powerful than them. Okay. Well... And maybe he doesn't divulge this whole story to everybody. I don't know. Although I feel like they would probably know. Yeah, they would know. Anyhow, so his dad takes off. But he denounces his dad so hard... And what he does to his dad, I feel like, is him going, this is how you know that I'm one of the good ones. Yeah. I'm a good half Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I killed my dad. Yeah. That's how good of a half-breed I am. But how does he start explaining it? He's like, what you have it written Um, down, where he's like, uh, my father abandoned me with my mother, who, by the way, died giving birth to him. So he ends up in a muggle orphanage. (laughs) He starts just going on But he's like, I vowed to find him and revenged revenged upon him, that fool. He killed his dad. Yeah, he clearly was He fucking popped his dad. To go back to Um, what we were saying in our... Uh, running our filthy house. Oh, but really quick, his mom died in childbirth. I said that. 
You did? Yes. Oh, I, I didn't just hear that. said that. Oh, I'm sorry. So he ends up in a muggle orphanage. Oh, I mean, am I retarded? I mean, I really didn't hear you, gotta you say that. Gotta stop saying that word. <laughs> ah, awkward pause. Anyway, I'm trying. Not hard enough, apparently. <laughs> Please don't cancel me. I'm really sorry. She doesn't know what... She knows not what she does. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <sighs> Should we edit that out? All right. Let's keep going. Uh, okay. So <laughs> so slowly, all the Death Eaters start just showing People up. People are popping up. I really thought... I really thought the graves were going to start opening. I That's mean, what she was... In the I, reading, she's like, oh my God, are people going to come out of the ground? Well, like, why would we be in a graveyard just so we can be at his dad's tombstone? Also, it is like... Well, are there wizard graveyards? Well, because at the time, I think... Well, his dad's a real person, so he was buried in a real graveyard. But let me ask you this. When when in the last chapter, it shows Tom Riddle Mm -hmm. on the grave, and it talks about in the beginning, there was a young man named Tom Riddle. Uh Years and years passed. Mm -hmm. um, Or a young adult man, I guess, Mm -hmm. living with his parents, you know, in the first scene where everyone just mysteriously is Mm -hmm. dead. You see this grave, Tom Riddle. And we know that Voldemort's name is Tom Riddle. Yeah. So were you like... I was a little confused. I was like, ah, that'll probably become clear at some point. Yeah, because he... Until this, nobody knew his dad's name Here's, was Tom Riddle. So it was like, so wait, he died in the... Voldemort died in this old mansion, but then is somehow alive. And now it's like, oh, no, his dad had the same name. Here's what's crazy to me. Is that woman got fucking abandoned by a man. Wow, that's crazy. Abandoned by a man. Yeah, it happens. Died in childbirth. Yeah. Did she pick the name? If she picked the name before she died, why would she do that? Why would she pick the sperm donor? Um. Why wouldn't she use her last name? Uh, because she's dying and he's rich. So he, she's like, hopefully, as I die, someone will realize this is the name of someone else, track them down, and this kid can be taken care of. You think so? Oh, yeah, 100%. That that was her last... She was probably... Uh, obviously, if she died in childbirth and he went to an orphanage, uh-huh. she didn't have any family or close yeah. friends that was there to step in. So I think her thought was, if I give him this name, that name will be traced to this guy who I yeah. know has a wealthy family, and he'll do the right thing and go, I fucked up. I got someone pregnant. This is my son. We have mm-hmm. to raise him. That did not happen, of course. Uh, and maybe, for all we know, the orphanage did contact him. And he's like, no, keep him. Here's here's a thought I just had. Yeah. So Voldemort was inside his mother when she died. Yeah. Baby Voldemort. So maybe baby well, Voldemort. Well, he was coming out as she died. She died he, in childbirth. In, in birth. But, like, part of his body was still attached to a dead woman. Like, he was still... Like, half in, half out. Yeah. Maybe that's why he's so, like, evil. Because he has literal death in his veins. I mean, I guess. But I think it's more like a bitterness toward... I mean, he's bitter toward muggles because a muggle abandoned his mother. And she died without him. Uh Uh-huh. She died with no one giving birth. So... I think it could just be unresolved trauma. It's the, whole, it's the whole idea of nature versus nurture. I'm just saying that perhaps Voldemort has always had a predisposition to being evil. For sure. He must and there's have really, there's of. really no amount of therapy he's ever going to go to, to be okay. Like he's just, no, Imagine he drank the Kool-Aid. He's fully in Voldemort in therapy. Yeah. <laughs> just, I, I just, I would, like- I want everyone dead. I want everyone dead. I want them all dead, and I want them to worship me. Is that so bad? I mean, you can't. 
I mean, how many times do we have to talk about the fact that you cannot give therapy to a narcissist? I'm sorry. I cannot stop obsessing over a 17-year-old boy. I can't. He's 13. 13-year-old 13 boy. I don't know where 17 came from. 13-year-old hey, boy. that was just your own fucking Freudian slip about your own perversions. Uh, <laughs> I cannot stop obsessing. He's like, I can't stop obsessing about this 13-year-old boy. I'm having impure thoughts about a 13-year-old boy. Yeah, I'm... What is her name? Voldemort's Mary a pedophile. What's ever? What oh, is yeah, the teacher. Her? Yeah, she's yeah. dead now, by the way. She did? She died. Oh, yeah, she died. Uh, what was her name? I don't remember. Uh, whatever. Fucking she was creepy. pretty, though. It was a huge age difference. He was 13. It was a huge age But we're age in difference. love, and it's like, and no part of you goes, oh, maybe I should get that checked out. 13. Imagine? A 13-year-old. By the way, and they stayed, stayed together. together. He, uh, they, I mean, wow. Yeah, because he was trauma-bonded with her. Yeah. He probably. I yeah. don't know. Um, that's wild. Anywho. Anywho, that's neither here nor there. So all the Voldem all the Voldemorts, all the Death Eaters are popping up. Everybody's got like hoodies and so you masks. You can't really see and, who anyone is. Um, and Voldemort is, uh, you know, of course, monologuing. He's like, "We're all here under the dark mark." Oh, thank you to the servants who loyally returned. And but then there back. were people who weren't loyal. Yeah. And he just like starts wandering around, um, talking about, you know. The fact that Wormtail paid for his disloyalty. Yeah, that he's like so. You know, none of you came. None to of look you came for me. for me. Wormtail, you know, he's weak. He sucks. He didn't come look for me right away, but he did. But and he, he paid he made, for it. Yeah, and he made up for it. He's like made big time, big with, time. He gave me his fucking body to. And survive. so Wormtail, of course, is like, <clears throat> like just like bro, really bleeding out over here. Can we fix tourniquet? The maybe just something. And then he gives him. He like abracadabra. He magics him. I wonder if saying abracadabra is offensive to wizards because it's so <laughs> close to a fadacadabra. That, like, the fact that magicians go abracadabra because it's, like, the one spell they heard uh -huh. from a wizard and the wizard community is like, could you just any other spell? Yeah, but could maybe they heard the abracadabra and they were like, Avadakadabra, and they heard it and they were like, did, abracadabra. did you say abracadabra? He killed. Hilarious. I'm going to take that word. Yeah. Um, yeah, he makes him a fucking magic glowy silvery hand. A silver hand. And the hand was more powerful than his original hand. Not that it's hard with his little fucking gross rat claws. And Wormtail's fucking amped. He's like, thank you so much, master. I'm yes. going to go home and tug it out with my oh, new hand. Yeah. I just mean, rip my dick clear off my body. jerk it to the sun. It's, uh, I mean, this takes the stranger to a new level. A whole new level. <laughs> it's fucking like, oh, yeah, fucking magic. Hey, oh, give me the old magic hand. <laughs> Oh, God. <sighs> so he's fucking Anyway, stoked. so he's fucking stoked about his new hand for his fucking... Oh, and then Voldemort's going around personally addressing a few The of Death Eaters. So this was exciting. We found out who the Death Eaters are. We found out who the people who are still fucking bad. No fucking surprise. Lucius Malfoy. Yeah, oh, who, by the way, was like, oh, I wanted to, sir. He... He's a very good speaker. Mm -hmm. He's very good at being like, oh, I did my best. He talked his way through, I think, possibly, you know being punished yeah because avery came forward and he he punished avery what he he um crucio. he yeah he used the crucio curse oh, on yeah him. i mean he came groveling at his feet they all kiss his feet yeah ew his what are his feet even like i just feel like i can't tr i could never truly get in the mind of someone who's trying to be like the one true ruler or a psychopathic leader but it's like wouldn't you want like your followers to be people who don't kiss your feet yeah I mean, no backbone at all. I mean, they kiss his feet and they don't even give him any money. 
And they don't even give him a foot massage. That guy has been through, well, he hasn't been walking anywhere, but he's been through a lot. Like, come on. He had to ride on the back of Quirrell's head. But so he crucioed Avery. And then, and then Crab and Goyle, Crab and Goyle's parents, dads were there. That was assuming. I mean, did, did we even really gender them? Oh yeah. I don't know. I think it was the dads, whatever. Crab and Goyle had parents there. She heard Crab and Goyle and she was like, wait, what? I thought it was like little Crab and Goyle. And then he like, they probably have parents. That's why they all know each other. Yeah. So, and then some guy not. Yeah. So there's just some names we've never heard. Sort of throwing in here some death eaters. And then of course, Voldemort wants to rub in their faces still how they, their lack of loyalty um, but luckily there were people who were super loyal to him because one of his m- very loyal servants who did come to find him, we find out, uh, well, infiltrated Hogwarts. Yeah. So okay. he has a loyal servant on the inside at Hogwarts. Yeah. Which and doesn't say his name. We get to that point, but doesn't it, don't we go the whole, doesn't Lucius Malfoy go, how did you do it? Kind of oh, thing. yeah, Lucius, well, that comes later, I think. Oh, yeah, no, that's right after, I guess. So, yeah, yeah. oh, l- let's pause for a minute because... Oh, here he goes, that's right. That's in the right. book, when Voldemort tells them his most faithful servant is at Hogwarts, it's his doing that, that they're all here tonight. He's the reason this happened. We paused while reading the book, and I went, Nicole, who do you think this is? And you had no fucking clue. I have no clue. I mean, I... I you gotta, you I went say, up to get a snack at this point, and I said to the the re, the our patrons who are in the Zoom with us reading along that I was shocked that you weren't even guessing. Like, I some, some one of the new people or I Snape just, or Karkaroff. I was in such shock. All of these chapters at the end, all five of these chapters, my head was exploding. Fucking exploding. I was not expecting Voldemort this early in the books. Oh, I thought maybe beginning of book five. I guess end of book four. That makes sense, yeah. I guess. I mean... But I just can't wrap my fucking head around everything that happened in this this chapter. To, like, just Voldemort... Just this chapter, but this whole the whole end of this book. J.K. Yeah. Rowling does a lot of things wrong. Uh-huh. But what she does right is know how to fucking wrap up a book. And be yeah, like, let me tie these all those in. threads that she had hanging out. Yeah. And I'm sitting there like, these all got to be for something. I have no idea how they're going to go together. She weaves. I mean, she's a master weaver. Yeah. She should be a basket weaver. She, you know what? Instead of hating on trans people, she should pick up a hobby. Yeah. Start weaving. Yeah. You can weave a tapestry. You're good at it. Use your hatred and weave it into something beautiful. Um, so, of course, Lucius Malfoy, uh, nosy-ass oh, motherfucker. Lord, please, we're all just, you know, biting at the whatever, I don't know the fucking Chomping phrase. at the bit. That's what it is. I'm mm-hmm. not rich enough to know that phrase. Uh, it's chomping at the bit. Poor people don't chomp. <laughs> uh, you nibble. You, <laughs> just, you just have a lick. We just inhale. Like, food? <laughs> Licking at the bit. <laughs> Licking at the bit. You get one lick, then back to your hovel. Yeah, he's groveling. You know what I mean? Like, oh, tell us how you did it. Oh, we're so interested. And then, of course... <laughs> Lucius Malfoy's like, like, you want me to monologue Voldemort. some more? Voldemort, not Lucius. Uh, well, sorry. And then Voldemort's like, oh, you want me <laughs> to monologue some more? Don't mind if I do. <clears throat> Since you <laughs> asked. <laughs> Let's start from day one. So I was killing Lily Potter and I wanted to kill Harry Potter. And Lily Potter cast a spell on him. She that didn't made... cast a spell. Oh, no, she. She just jumped in front of him and. A mother's sacrificed love. herself. Yeah, and yeah. apparently, nobody knew this. If this is a regular thing, if this is a fluke. Wait, hold on. There is part of me that seems like she did some sort of spell to like 
Oh, that we're unaware of? Yeah. Like, she did something to make a force field around him. Maybe, but... Because remember when he was like, and I couldn't touch Harry Potter, he, like, tried to touch the baby? Well, he tried to kill him, and it yeah. exploded back in yeah. space. But... I... That could be so. The only thing is, is that there isn't a known spell. So whatever yeah. she did... Yeah. It was not something that wizards are aware of as well, a protective okay, but device. Not a, the movie not, says that. Yeah. There isn't a, a counter curse. Yeah. But there isn't, does he, would Moody let them know if there was a protective device? Of course he would. I mean, okay, we're going to talk all about, about this when we get I mean, to the Moody shit later. Um, that, but that but I think, think most people would have known it. So he's like, okay, so I, you know, I tried to kill her. Um, and instead I basically destroyed myself. So yeah. he turned into this like, not even human, not even like some sort of mythical form. Like a spirit. And he doesn't go into detail, but he touches on, he's like, uh, you know, I had done all of these little tests and he'd tried little things in the past to, to uh, create immortality, to yeah. put himself in a position where he couldn't be killed. Uh-huh. And he said, apparently one of my little experiments worked. Yeah. Cause, Cause he didn't get he didn't fully die, killed. Yeah. But he wasn't alive. Yeah. He was just a puddle. Yeah, he's a Voldemort. Like a spirit. He couldn't. And he's in some woods in a faraway place. Yeah, and he was and in these woods thinking, like, this is the end. Or he's thinking, maybe some of my Death Eaters are oh, going to come yeah. for me. At first, he thought, yeah, yeah. Soon they'll come. Someone will come for me. And then they didn't. Nobody fucking came. But, but then a bumbling idiot came boopity dooping into Professor the Squirrel. Quirrel. Quirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> professor. Prof- <laughs> Shaky Professor Squirrel. Just I just called him Squirrel too. Professor. <laughs> I mean, he is like a squirrel. He's very like. Uh, he bounded into the woods and somehow fucking idioted himself into being convinced to take Voldemort along he, with he, him. So he hitched a ride. Yeah. On Quirrell's Kepi. On the back of his head. On the back faster, of his head. faster. By the way, do you think Quirrell was wearing that turban before that? No. I Do you think, think he, all of a sudden he came back to school and he's like, guys, this is a new fashion statement I'm making. Well, no, because... And everybody's like, Quirrell, why are you wearing that headdress? In the book, when he meets Quirrell the first time, he doesn't have a turban on. And then he shows up to school and has a turban on. And they're like, why is he wearing a turban? Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, so interesting. I forgot that some, little detail. Uh, between the point of him meeting Harry the summer before he starts school and yeah. him starting school, Voldemort's like, I've got an idea. Attach me to the back of your head. Let me live. On your head. I can't live I mean, living is without you. We think we're codependent, but yeah. my God. Oh, what a clanger. Oh, he makes me feel like I am the healthiest person you ever You are. Uh, so he talks about that, but then that obviously we know was a big fucking embarrassing failure. You know, time goes by. He's trying all these other things. Shit's not so Voldem- fucking Vol- working. Uh, Voldem- Voldemort. Um, at some point, Wormtail yeah, a couple is, years is later. outed because he's seen in that picture with the Weasleys in Egypt. Yeah. And so, you know. That's when Sirius Black sees him. And then Sirius Black is like, I'm getting out of Azkaban because I'm going to go get that fucking guy. Yeah. And Voldemort says, you know, less than a year before what's going on. Wormtail came to my aid. And he notes, by the way, Wormtail didn't go, oh, I need to seek out my master. Wormtail went, I'm caught in the fucking wizarding world. Mm-hmm. I've been outed. Time to go back. Time to go so back. So it was a last resort, obviously, yeah. which was f- fucking terrible. Oh, and, and then Wormtail fucking up working with him decides to go get a fucking cheeseburger or whatever at an inn, fully out as Wormtail, who should be dead. 
And Bertha Jorkins sees him. A very nosy wizard from Witch. Which we know Bertha Jorgen sort of, but she's this person who knew who Wormtail was. Mm-hmm. She's extremely nosy, so mm-hmm. he had to do a lot of fucking tab mm-hmm. dancing. Yep. And they managed to pull they had to first of all reverse a memory charm that had been done on her. Something was wrong with her memory. And they but they pulled all this information out of her, but mm-hmm. they had done so much anti memory re closing. They her down. nuked her brain. Yeah, she it was a fucking vegetable. She was a yeah, she was so, she was uh I was going to say something. She Never was mind. What? I was going to... Nope. Not going to say it. You're not going to nope, make it? No. Nope, oh, all right. Not going to say it. I was going to say something terrible, and I'm not going to say it. Well. So she was a vegetable. Um, a broccoli, if you will. Uh, so they killed her. Yeah. They're like, well, it would be a disservice to let her live like this, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Nobody wants to live like that. She's so pretty, though. Anywho. So Wormtail uh, is now his total servant. Um, uh... uh Oh, but before Bertha dies, she tells him about the Triwizard Tournament. Um, oh, yeah. So she's filled him in on all this info. This is where Harry's going to be. This is, you know, Quidditch World Cup, et cetera, et cetera. And he had to plot a lot of things. He's like, mm, I don't know about the Quidditch World Cup. I don't know. But then he realized he had an opportunity to possibly station one of his servants yes. in a position at Hogwarts yes. where he could. So that's that's how he got Harry into the Triwizard Tournament. Yeah, he, he, whoever, at this point, whoever his faithful servant is, uh-huh. was responsible for getting his name in the cup and had to, you know, work their ass off to try and make sure Harry did well enough to get to that fucking cup first. To get to that cup. Because the, the it whole was, plan it, it's all planned on the port key Triwizard port key to the Port key to Voldemort, and that's it. So, they're all working in cahoots. Uh, Voldemort now can hurt can hurt Harry because that's what he says. He's like that yeah. spell's done. Yep. I've also taken Harry's blood, so whatever is protecting him is now in my blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your blood, my blood. They're blood brothers at this point, which is fucking weird. Oh, or at so least weird. One-sided. I mean, they. I've even their whole wands being the same from the same bird is well. And Harry, that scar has always yeah. hurt when Voldemort is a is around, is up to something. Is, yeah. If when he's dreaming about him, so. Voldemort casts the Cruciatic cru- Cruciatus Curse. Cruciatus Curse, thank you. He's He tells Harry that he's like, well, now you're here and I'm going to kill you. And he's like, you know, classic fucking villain, just like, but I'm a fair and just, you know, overlord. Oh, and, then he, oh, and he's like, bow to me. Oh, that was where he did the Cruciatus Curse. So he said, we're going to duel. And he has Wormtail on time, hand him his wand. And he tells, oh, wait, I think that's what happens in the next. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, here's what happens. He does all that speech, and he's like, now I'm going to kill Harry, but in a proper duel, Wormtail, untie him, hand him his wand. And that is where our chapter ends. That's where it ends. And then we're going to get to the whole thing that happened. It's fucking insane. It's crazy. We'll be be right back. back, back, back. Chapter 34. Priori incantatum. Did I get it right? I did that on purpose, so you'd have to read it. Yeah, I think so. Priori incantatum. Okay. I, I know we've learned this one, but what is Priori incantatum? It's funny because you not remembering this when we read the book led to a moment of confusion. And then I think you realized what was happening without putting the spell together. Yeah. But Priori Incantatum, it's, it's kind of what it sounds like. Prior Incantation, it's a spell which we learned when the Dark Mark was cast and they found Winky holding a wand. Got it. Harry's yeah, okay. wand. And they did Priori Incantatum, incantatum to the wand, wand to see which spell it had and done And the last. Dark Mark came up. So we... If you remember that and you enter this chapter, you go, okay, somehow that will come into play. Okay. But yeah. 
Who fucking I, knows? I mean, I was, yeah, I was able to figure it out when it happened in this chapter, but I was definitely, I was like, oh, Priori and Cantatum. I, it didn't sound familiar at the time, but now. We've only heard it once. It's not like yeah. Osseo. It's not like Lumos. It's not these ones that we hear all the yeah. time. Expelliarmus, et cetera. I think so, Lumos is the one I know the, the most. Expelliarmus means whatever's in your hand comes out. Yeah. Lumos. Light. Osseo. Summoning something like Asia wand and it she comes learns, to you. She learns. Ridiculous. What's that for? That's for a Bogart. Bogart, technically. Bogart. As we've been corrected several times. Go fuck yourself. Uh, oh my God. I feel like this was fun. Oh my God. You're you like 11 year this? old wizards. I have a notoriously bad memory. Uh, in addition to, I have mom syndrome where I can't pronounce anything right. And I, even though someone will correct me 300,000 times, I still won't pronounce it right. Uh, and I feel like that's, and I mess up names all the time. I'm sure for people who are listeners, you realize how much I mess up names. And yeah, I'm, which is really funny when you see how furious she gets if somebody messes up her name. Yeah. Furious. I don't get that mad. Do I've I? been with you. Well, more when they print it wrong on a flyer, which is inexcusable. Yeah, I mean, come on. If you print my name wrong on a flyer, how fucking dumb are you? I mean, my By the way, I didn't use the R word for that. I'm Aren't so you proud? proud you. you made it in the middle of the episode. You've changed your ways. Guys, it is hard work not saying Words. a word I've used majority of my life. Yeah. The word that my mom called me most of my childhood. Um, oh, is it triggering for you? Um, I mean. A little bit, maybe. I have a video of my mom calling my brother that. Oh, We're hilarious. sitting there eating hot dogs and macaroni and cheese at our kitchen table. Well-balanced diet. Well-balanced diet in the single. For the home. record, I don't have the video. My aunts do. Because my dad in the late 80s got one of those big video camcorders. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. And his thing was like, you know, we got to have memories. So he would just put the camera up when we were doing very menial things. Uh-huh. Um, there's a video of us just eating and my brother, who's about a year and a half older than me, who, uh, come to find out has a learning disability, Uh um, which makes this so much worse. We're eating. I'm just sitting there quietly. Wait, let me correct myself. It was not macaroni and cheese. It was tater tots. Very important. Very important. important. I just want want to let you know it was a different unbalanced diet. Mm -hmm. I'm not even, I'm maybe, maybe a year old. I'm a kid. I'm a baby, baby. You're a baby, baby. Okay. And he's like late toddler at this point. Um, he starts crying mm-hmm. and he goes, ah, my bun broke because he's a little kid. His bun broke? The bun of his hot dog broke. Okay. The bun broke. It's devastating. And then your dad. Uh, my mom. Oh, your mom. My mom. My dad. He's rolling camera. My dad was, well, my brother had a harder relationship with my dad, but much more kind than my mom until, you know, he was very unkind and left. But my mom goes, oh, just shut up and eat it, you R word. You <laughs> And I bring that up all the time. She's like, I'm so mortified by that. Is she? Yeah. Yeah. That there's evidence. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, That there's evidence that my mom. That could get her canceled. Yeah. I mean, I don't think my mom can be canceled at this point. There's no canceling my mom. She's a shit storm and she doesn't care. You can't be canceled if you don't give a shit. I can't wait to meet your mom. Plus, You also can't be canceled if... No one knows you or cares who you are. Yeah. What are they going to do? I mean, if she Remove pulls a Karen, if CIA, she pulls a public Karen. They'll probably give her a promotion. Probably. This, probably. this administration. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like, oh, wow. You have done God's work. Uh, I, I was in extra reading classes because I was dyslexic. And um, everybody in school, we would call it um, our, our, our ETARD class. Yeah. 
that's what we all called it because everybody in there had to do extra reading extra it was just like the the was, homework class where also, a teacher also worked with you was your special was it special education class it wasn't special education it was like a supplemental like after school we'd have to stay for a half an hour to do some of our homework with a teacher. Oh, because you went to a private school. I went to a private school, yeah. I went to public school where they put just anyone with any type of difference in the same class. Yeah. Which must have been very frustrating to the people who were, like, just dyslexic. Yeah. And were like, um, it's just so different. It's, it's so like, different, yeah. You, this, a person with dysgraphia or dyslexia shouldn't be getting treated the same as someone with, you know, severely on the autism spectrum, which at the time I don't know that we even knew that was a term yeah. or other, you know, down syndrome. It's a yeah, different that, learning curve, but they're just like, well, they don't fit in this mold. So you they get both to- don't learn in the most normal way. So let's just put them all together and someone will figure it out. And normal as in like statistically average, which we had a girl, in my girl scout troop who was in a wheelchair who was in that class. And mm-hmm. she must've been so frustrated she's like, like my legs don't work she's like i have a physical disability yeah i don't have problems reading oh that's such an insult how infuriating yeah i wonder where she is now rachel where are you um, all right let's get to harry potter anyways we press on priori and cantatum so what uh wormtail has untied harry given him back his wand because Voldemort wants is, a wants a real wizard's duel. He's like, I'm so noble, but I I also think that there is this element of, you know, cockiness where yeah. it's like, oh, I'm not gonna just kill you while you're like tied, and I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. want everyone to I'm, be sure. Yeah, I'm the greatest wizard in the world, yeah. and I'm about to flex yeah. so hard on he you. He has this vendetta because <laughs> Harry survived his Avada Kedavra curse years ago, yeah. so he's like. I just need everyone to know that that was a fucking mistake. Yeah, that, that a, the only reason that happened. That was a mishap. It had nothing to do with Is because power. of his mom. Yeah. So he's like. So he has to redeem himself. Uh, he instructs Harry to bow. Because that's what you do in a duel. Bow to me. And Harry is like, I will not bow. No. Absolutely not. No fucking way. Which then he feels fucking forced. The Cruciatus curse. Well, not, not really the Cruciatus curse first. First oh. it's just. Voldemort forces oh, he- one and like forces his spine into a bow. Uh-huh. And then Voldemort puts the Cruciatus curse on him because he's fucking Voldemort. Oh, and then and then Voldemort's like, I want you to beg that I don't do the to not do the Cruciatus curse again because it hurts so bad. It hurts so bad. And so and he it- wants Harry to be like, no, please. Grab on his feet like yeah. his fucking pathetic followers. And Harry's like, I'm not going to do that. And then he tries the imperious curse. Which Harry fucking resists. Yeah, so it's just in his brain, beg me to stop, beg me to stop. And out loud, Harry screams, I won't. Which, first of all, Harry just broke the imperious curse. Yeah. Holy shit. Amazing. Yeah. Second of all, Voldemort looks like an idiot in front of his followers. So Voldemort's so like, into it. you won't, you, you're not going to, you're not going to bow to me. You need to learn obedience. And then he tries to do the Cruciatus curse again, but Harry dodges behind the headstone. Is like, miss me, bitch. He doesn't oh. say that, but that's what I was thinking. I, that when, as soon as I read, or well, you read and I listened, as soon as I heard, uh, you say Harry dodging behind a tombstone, I was so excited. I'm so excited to see the movie. Um, I'm so excited to see this particular scene. It reminds me of all the times I personally had to dive 
behind tombstone pizza wrappers to avoid oh, yes. the objects being hurled at, by my parents at one another. Mm. It just reminds me of the time I used to dive behind the sofa when my mom came home because I was watching TV and not doing my homework and I didn't want to get my ass beat. Ah, the good old days, you know. <sighs> Childhood was fun. But then Harry's behind this thing, you know, hiding, and he sort of has this prideful moment of, you know what? I'm not going to die hiding. I'm going to face him, just yeah. like my father did. Which yeah. Voldemort had already, I think, cruelly said, like, you're going to die just like your father did. But he's like, fuck you, I he's am He's like, yeah, I, may, I might die like my father did, which is facing you like a fucking boss. And so he leaps out and immediately casts a disarming charm. But at the exact same time, Voldemort casts a- Av- Avada Kedavra. Yeah, so... And so their <laughs> beams fucking hit. Their they hit. Ca- their spells hit. Dude, wait till you see this. They the touch movie. tips. Yeah, their spells hit, and there's red coming out of Harry's, green coming out of Voldemort's, and they're, like, vibrating. Like, no one knows what's going on. And they're both just holding their wands, like, what the fuck? And Voldemort is... Voldemort's fucking scared because this has never happened to him. No. He, so he's like, holy shit, what the hell is going on? I think a lot of people watching are probably like, what's going on? Because this is not a thing that is common. Yeah. No, I don't think anyone has seen this happen. Yeah, ever. How often are people, I mean... Two wizards dueling, and ultimately we find out it's because... They have brother wands. Brother wands. we know, but like, there's something about that we later find out is feeds into how weird it is but they're like holding steady and then they lift off the ground where this circle is and like are carried over to just a higher hill and they're like in a bubble yeah like the wands the the inside the red and green meeting turns to gold and then a gold shield shield forms around that nobody can get through so all the death eaters up around it and they're like trying to cast things but even voldemort's like also like fuck you don't do this he's mine but they can't get in anyway so it's just and while this is happening, the this this part, I was like, okay, what the fuck is happening? I like people start coming out of the well, w- so before you get to that, there's like a beam of light, like a stronger beam, like almost a bubble is what I'm imagining, a bead coming it, oh, it out of Harry's in the middle and it, it starts towards Harry. Uh-huh. And, like where the things and uh-huh. starts toward him and he's vibrating really hard and he starts concentrating like I don't know what this means but I've got to get fucking this beam to go back to Voldemort and they're yeah. just eyes locked and Harry's like both hands on the wand like fucking concentrating uh, and the bead starts going uh, back towards Voldemort's uh, wand Voldemort's shitting his pants I'm shitting my pants it, I'm like what the fuck is going on holy shit and this bead of light gets to Voldemort's wand and that's when Priorian Cantatum starts but who how did that just happen how did Priorian Cantatum nobody said Priorian no Cantatum sa- so, so why is it all of a sudden Priorian Cantatuming uh, it seems like based good. on what we learn later this whole thing isn't fully you know written out you know, plainly for us, but it seems like maybe that is just what happens when two. That's the result brother of two brother wands meeting, touching tips, which is like, that's what it does. It doesn't like explode a wand. It just forces the weaker person to have their other spells expelled, but it does. Or maybe, maybe it realizes that that wand, that they're the two wands are dueling. And in order to save the other person. So in order to save Harry, the Priorian Cantata manifests these figures that are going to help Harry. I don't know. I don't know. This whole thing, when all of this was happening, my mind was melting. Just, I am, I cannot believe this is happening. Yeah. 
It's crazy. And it's like, does the phoenix, does the plumage, plumage of the phoenix feather make your wand stronger than the other? I don't know. Did you get the feather on a good day? How Did does that one get work? a feather from the butt of the bird and the other got a wing feather? Like where, what part of the bird are the feathers from? It's so fucking weird. So weird. And this beam of light hits his wand. First thing that comes out is the hand of hand of Wormtail. Wormtail, the handy cut off. And then of or course, created. The created next or cut thing, off. Oh yeah, yeah, because he created, created the wand. It. He created the and then the next Wormtail thing, cut off his own hand. And then and the next Cedric. thing that comes out is Cedric. And then the next thing that comes out is uh, Bertha Jorkins. Bertha Jorkins. And then Frank Frank uh, Bryce, who we know from the dream quote uh-huh. that Harry had. The the muggle. So there's just some muggle man and he's like, oh, that guy killed. So he doesn't know what's going on. He's like, yeah. that guy is a wizard. And so he's just immediately on Harry's side. Like they're yeah. encouraging him. Yeah. So they're talking to him. They can't hear what he's like. They also are saying things to Voldemort and it sounds like hisses to yeah. Harry, which makes me wonder if Voldemort can't understand what they're saying to him. I feel like that's probably the case. And so Cedric's like, oh my God, Harry, like. You have to, you have to save him. And then this Frank guy, who's just an old vet, you know, with his wand, he's like, "Get him, boy, Sonny!" And then, oh my gosh! And then mom comes out. And then Harry's mom comes and out. And then dad comes out. Because those are the last things he cast before he died. So, so that's the wand had been in retirement. For it had not been used years. at all. So it jumped back. It has it has a really long memory. Yeah. Why so, can't computers last that long? I mean. Fucking because they're made by stupid humans and they're made to fall apart. That's such because a dumb capitalism comment. wants us to keep buying new ones. You could easily make a computer that would last, but then how would Apple continue to fucking make money off their child slaves? Anyway, all this being recorded from Please still buy Apple products because Apple. my brother works for them and ultimately he is my backup plan for when I never go back to comedy. Um oh, when Harry's mom comes out, by the way, it's like tear jerker, she's like Harry, just hold on a little longer. Your father's coming. He wants to see you. Yeah. And then his father comes out. And he's like, Harry. Harry, this is what you got to do. You break this wand. Run as fast as you can. Back break, to that. Break co- the connection. Break the connection. Not break the wand. Good point. And you've got you've got a moment's time. We'll run interference. They're just going to uh, confuse Voldemort. Yeah. Right? Like Because they'll surround exist for him. a few more seconds mm-hmm. and they'll surround him. They'll distract him. Bolt as fast as you can back to that Triwizard Cup. It's a porky. It's going to take you back to Hogwarts. But then Cedric is like, hey, dude, please bring my body back bring, for my parents. Please bring my body back. And please Harry's like, my- okay. So Harry's like, I got this. Harry's like, doing what I got to do. Breaks, Breaks the, the connection. Holds for ass. Cedric. He grabs Cedric, but Cedric's too far from the cup, and he's so heavy. Oh, uh, he I mean, can't... he's just like a thick athlete. Uh, just I mean, like a gorgeous. Ah, oh, dead weight. Oh, his big, oh, beautiful his dead ba- body. Oh, he's and so Harry's hard like, when he's fucked. dead. He can't drag him. The cup's just out of reach. He hears that the Death Eaters are charging after him. Here comes Voldemort, and then he does classic fucking Harry. Oh, oh, but, and also Voldemort is like calling off all the other Death Eaters. He's like, he's mine. Yeah, he's like, don't hit him. What a fucking. Can, I mean, you want him so bad. Just let somebody else get him. Like, his ego's so big he lets harry get away this is a is a lesson for all of us also classic you gotta your ego is not your amigo as tony Uh, horton from p90x would say your ego is not your amigo you gotta not let your ego get in the way of someone helping you by the way just one time in 2002 i trained with tony horton and i threw up about 20 minutes in it was the hardest thing i've ever done he is a fucking machine should we do p90x no (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely not. No, P- no fucking chance. P90, the fat, the, the fatter out of shape version. Uh, anyway, 
So then, of course, Harry's like, got his arm on Cedric. Cup's just out of reach. He's got his wand. And then he... Osseo. He just Osseo. Boom. Pointed at the cup. Osseo <laughs> comes to him. Boom. He's gone. Uh, they Swirl transport. of color. With Cedric. With Cedric. Fuck you. We're out of here. I think at the last minute, didn't... Uh, didn't um, Voldemort cast something and it was like about to hit him, but he like. Yeah. So it was like Nick of time. What did he cast? It might've been Avada Kedavra. I don't know. Anyhow, I was like, oh my God. I think that was the last thing that happened. So I'm like, oh my God, did it hit him? Is it going to follow him through the hole? Like can the spell trans transfer? Like, is it just following behind him? Oh yeah. If it hits the cup, does it go? Yeah. But anyhow, fucking that's where the chapter ends. All right. We'll bye. be right back. Chapter 35. Ver I'm not saying it this Veritasarum. time. Veritasarum. I was I Veritasarum. I would have said Veritasarum. So I knew this one. I knew this one. I knew this was truth potion. You knew this. Truth we brought serum. it up before, but I think you knew that when you saw it originally, because Veritas is like a, that's like Latin. Yeah. It's Latin for uh, truth. Truth. So. And then serum, serum. potion. Uh, anyway, I'm assuming. Okay. We'll get to it, but there was Wait, an assumption. I mean, when, uh, when Crouch or when Moody uh, gives Harry a, a potion when he first sees him, you when he gets like, into his office, I was potion. like, no, that must be the truth I'm potion. I'm still unclear what that was. If it wasn't, you know, or yeah. if it was just, it may have been something just to revive him because Harry yeah. was in shock, rightfully so. We'll get to that. So this chapter opens, Harry and Cedric, boom, slam down back on the Hogwarts in the maze. In the maze. Harry's Dumbled Dumbledore's there. Everybody sees that that um, Cedric is dead. People are like, Cedric's dead. Harry's like so fucking out of it. Everything can't see anything. Yeah, at first he was like closing his eyes. Like mm -hmm. I'm so, like I think probably in shock and like scared to open his eyes and see where yeah. he is now. Because I mean, obviously, what the fuck just happened? Just had a hella traumatic experience. He manages to get out to Dumbledore. He's back. Dumbledore is back. Yeah. And Dumbledore is like, wait here. One person offers to take him back. We don't. I don't even we, remember that. They was. want him to go to the infirmary, but he's like, no, stay here. And Dumbledore runs off because he has to get somebody. Why would Dumbledore run off? That's what is he doing? Does I'm, Dumbledore not know? He knows better. You don't leave Harry. Well, I think he was just trying. Was he trying to bring Madame Pomfrey to them? I don't know. Oh, he's getting Cedric's parents. Oh yeah. So, well, well, that makes you know whatever. Why did he leave Harry? Well, I just, he also was like probably thinking Harry's in shock, the same as like you would do if someone like neck or back injury you go like don't move stay here for a second you're in shock we don't know what's gonna happen but like stay here question why couldn't voldemort just have found an object at the graveyard and turned it in a port key that would take him to hogwarts i i don't know he knew where he was going back to i mean he definitely knew where he was going back to this might be a plot hole do you have to be How i you... wonder if you have to visit both grounds to like formulate the port key like maybe at some point Moody had to physically go. I don't know how port keys work. So maybe even a key technology, maybe Moody during the semester, maybe Christmas break or whatever. Yeah. Had to physically go to the, graveyard. to the graveyard. Yeah. And some type of thing. I mean, that's just so who knows? I, Cause it seems like a port key can't be the same as otherwise you could just apparate. You know yeah. what I mean? So I think there must be some sort of, you have to, Connect it in one place and then you reconnect it. You know, you do the second half of the charm. You can't apparate to Hogwarts, right? No, you can't apparate or disapparate. So no one can pop in or out. Okay. There's a lot of security there. So it's also special circumstances too. I mean, I don't understand why Voldemort wouldn't just apparate as close as possible to Hogwarts. Like in Hogsmeade? 
Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he may have for all we know. And then yeah, fucking, I mean, we don't really know what he's done after that at this point. That's the truth is we don't know where Voldemort goes yeah. right now. I'm, oh. I mean, if you think about it, the rest of this book doesn't talk about where Voldemort is, just that he's alive. I, I, I just feel like there's some plot holes here, but we're going to go along with it. I would assume with Por- with Porky's, d- there being so many, um, what's it called? Security measures at Hogwarts. There's probably a special block where you can only start the port key from Hogwarts, but you can't make one come there, yeah. et cetera, because safety. Yeah. Anyways. So he's telling Professor Dumbledore he's back, he's back, he's Everyone's back. Everyone's whispering like, oh my God, Cedric's dead. Cedric's Harry's in shock. Dead. And then Dumbledore goes to get Cedric's parents. And then all of a sudden Harry feels himself get picked up and he's like being carried away. Like dragged away from the scene. And he realizes... It's Mad-Eye Moody. Mad-Eye. So he's like, okay, I great. was like, I'm in, I'm in good hands here. Yeah, and Mad-Eye Moody... Everybody's talking about how Harry needs to go to the infirmary, uh, and Harry is ends up in Mad Eye Moody's office, office, which is not the infirmary. It seems weird, and this is where he feeds him some type of liquid, and a potion. Does I is this gonna be? Is this thread? I can only assume J.K. is gonna pick up this thread at some point, maybe in the next book. This is like a, a potion that's gonna come back to haunt him later on. Maybe, I, or I just think maybe it's. Maybe it's something that revives him. Maybe it is some truth serum because yeah. he wants to get real answers. Yeah. Um, and Harry Harry does just sort of spew them out after this. So what Moody's hap- like, how did Voldemort get his body back? Like and what? I feel like Moody would have known that. Don't you think Moody would have discussed that? No. With Wormtail and Voldemort? I think Voldemort keeps... It's a, a need to know basis. You don't need to fucking know how I'm coming back. Oh, uh, yeah. That because, is, that's very Voldy. Very yeah, Voldy. even with the... The uh, Death Eaters, a lot of them don't even know who each other are because he doesn't want people. Ooh, people that's like the mob. That's how the mob works. The mafia works. So in the mafia, uh, I took a class in college about the mafia. So you don't. Who taught that ma- class? They're in the mafia. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, some guy wrote a book about how the mafia works and we like read the book and then talked about it. Anyways, yeah, for sure. is dra- So when you're, whatever level you are in the mafia, you only know the person. Everybody know who's who, who the main, main boss but is. You know the person right above you. You know the person above you and the person below you. You don't know anybody that, else. That's why when someone, if someone is like ratting someone out, they just kill a person above you. So that person if you give away that person, so if you, okay, I'm above you. Yes. And always. And you get, you say something to the feds. I rat somebody. You out. rat somebody out. The boss is then going to kill me and you because that's going to break the line. Nobody knows who's above me then. Yeah. So that's oh. how, that's, that's why the mafia can never be fully, you can never fully get to the boss. Wow. You'll never fully be able to get anyone. And then it'll keep them from when they kill you, they don't know who's below you. So they so don't know I who blow you I and can't. who's above me. Yes. So they just break off the link right there. Wow. So maybe that's how Voldemort does it. Probably something like that. So there's got to be some sort of hierarchy. But like, don't you think, okay, so Crab Goyle, we know that their parents are uh, in the, they're in the biz. Yeah. So is Malfoy. And, but don't you think they would be like in cahoots? They probably know who each other, about each other. Well, I mean, for all we know, if that's the case, it goes like Lucius crab yeah but also he was naming people out there so there is this sort of i also think where are the wizards from like around the world because now that we know wizards are like a worldwide network i mean there were at least 30 wizards there which isn't that many yeah but a worldwide network but then again it's like it's still kind of unclear how big the wizarding community is yeah i mean they filled up that giant 
stadium yeah. with people from all over the world. But it's like, I don't know. It's kind of unclear. And that only 30 showed up. Yeah. Not a good attendance. No. I mean, that's like COVID numbers. But we also don't know if if there's different levels to the dark mark. Maybe he only invited a tier of the wizards or. Yeah. Like maybe there's only, I have no idea. Maybe there's only so many that are. Branded with well, it. Well, that also talk to, you know. Yeah. Maybe there's people below them that never see Voldemort. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the mafia. Yeah. Where it's like, they will get the information to their people. They'll get the information inform- when they need to have the information. Like Lucius has people he reports to and then yeah. they let people below them know. Yeah. Similar to the mafia. So, yeah. I mean, that I feel like that's a perfect, it's the mob. It's mafia. It's, Death uh, theaters are mafia. Yeah. Voldemort's Wizard a mob mafia. boss. Yeah. I mean, so, I feel like this is a really good analogy. I feel like we really nailed this. I mean, thank God you took that intro to the mafia class in college. Um, thank God. Was that part of pre-med or art? Neither. It was part of an, a weird obsession I had with mafia. It was part of universities overcharging you money for classes that have nothing to fucking do with what you need to know. I mean, I went to school for free, but yeah. Oh, well, look at you, smarty. I mean, it was an in-state school. Uh, oh, anywho, so... Harry has it in his head that Karkaroff, logically, because he knows that there's a narc, there's not a narc, there's a plant in Hogwarts. So in he's Hogwarts. like, it couldn't be Moody. Yeah, it, no, I mean, he wouldn't, he wasn't even, Moody didn't cross his mind. It's Karkaroff uh, or Snape, I think, at this yeah. point, he's thinking. Yeah. Or so maybe, he's like, it's Karkaroff, he's the one who. Maybe Crouch Bagman, I don't know. Put my name into the tri, the tri wizard, to put my name into the Goblet of Fire. Yeah, he's like, th- that's what must have happened because. There's, that's the only person it could be. And then, and Moody. then Moody's like, no, 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 no. Oh, no, no, mon frere. Oh, no. That was me. I put and your he, name. And then he, like, just drops a dick right on Harry. And Harry's like, what? So no. confused. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Harry's, Harry's confused. Nicole. I'm fucking, my mind is melting. You know, I'll, I'll be honest, guys. Before we did the live reading, Jessica Michelle's like, you know, I know you're going to be in shock, but like really play it up. I was like, this it is, is big. So much fun. Like it's just fun when you're, but like lose your mind. Oh, I lost it. You weren't playing it up at all. I couldn't even get words out. I was like, how in the fuck it's no Moody. Moody has said there's nothing he hates more in the world than a death eater. Yeah. Absolutely. Dot, 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 which we come to learn. There was who a missing walked, part. Yeah. A death eater who walked free. And here's why, because. Uh, that means they fucking turned their back on his yeah. master. He left out Oni oh, says on my master. Yeah. Master. And Harry's like, uh, come again, master? Not nah, I don't that doesn't sound good. Uh 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 come on come on say what? I mean for the record, the term master doesn't sound good at, in anything unless maybe at, at it's any your point, degree, at, which you're being overcharged for. But then it's a plural, classes. then it's a masters. Yes. It's all of our degree. So master, really at any point in history, I would say master's probably not the not best a word. great. Even in wizard history, not a good thing. So Moody starts explaining, it was me who, ha- who fed you the information to get you along every step of the way. Like it was me who turned the, the triwizard cup into a port key. Yeah. Because that was what was going to transport you to the graveyard where Voldemort was. Yeah. He told... Cedric about the egg because he knew Cedric would pass Tell it on you to Harry. because he's a Hufflepuff and yeah. he's a really good guy. And kind people are very easy to manipulate uh-huh. his words. Just fucking. I mean, I that kind of broke my heart when he said that. When I, it just, I don't know why there was something about the fact that he manipulated poor Cedric. Yeah. 
sweet, sweet Cedric Diggory. Just is Cedric just a dumb? Was he a dumb jock? I think. Can he we was. say he was a dumb jock? Yeah, he was a nice dumb jock. Ah, oh. he was kind-hearted, good at sports, and not. Maybe he's not dumb, but he's not like brilliant. Yeah. He's just a nice guy. Yeah. A nice Very guy. Very loyal, great Quidditch player. Probably average intelligence, yeah. good at sports. Good at sports. He he would have gotten a full scholarship for sports if he were to go to Wizard College. Yeah. And so for the Moody is like both eyes just locked in on Harry. He's gone fucking mad in both eyes, just oh. crazed with like excitement. He's like, I'm going to kill he starts you. monologuing. Yeah, of course. Because he's like, oh, my master's going to be so happy, blah, blah, blah. And he's going to kill Harry is what he decides yeah. because his master will... Oh, oh, the repayment he'll get. Oh, he's going to be, a, he is going to be the apple of Voldemort's eye. And then the door to his office flies open. He's fucking stunned from Dumbledore, Snape, McGonagall. Boom, bitch. Game over. You're busted. He's out. And then Dumbledore goes, yo, this is BT dubs, uh, BT dubs, uh, Harry. This is That's, not the real Moody. And at this point, Harry's mind is melting. And at this point, my mind's fuck. I actually don't have a mind at this point. It's gone. It's leaked out of Blown her. out. Just, it's like my pussy. It's just a nightmare. Just a fucking gone. Hole. Just a gash in my head, a gash in my crotch, Where everything. Where feeling once was, but now nothing. And then he's, Dumbledore's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The real Mad-Eye Moody has been in a magical trunk the whole year. And I'm they're like, all just magical realizing trunk? This. What? Yeah. So he's been in this trunk, and the reason he's in this trunk, it's Moody's uh, aura trunk where you can put in different keys, and every time you open it, it's a different thing. Uh-huh. And at the end, at the seventh key, there's a fucking 10-foot pit. That goes down. Moody is just in there, thin, frail, with chunks of hair missing because fake Moody Had has been, been using his hair to make polyjuice potion to keep himself as Moody which he all year. in his hip flask. Because which he always drank out of because Moody always was drinking out of his hip flask anyways. trust people, so it fit. Everything perfect. Didn't, didn't attract any red flags. The red flag for Dumbledore when he knew it wasn't the real Moody was when Moody picked him up and took him to the office instead of taking him for help. Yeah, that's how Dumbledore knew. He's like, I, I told you to stay there. The real Moody would never have picked you up and taken yeah. you away. Yeah. As soon as he took you, I was like, something is fucking up. Yeah. So, so Dumbledore that, a little late to the game, but at least he's fucking on it enough that he saved I Harry. just can't believe Dumbledore, who fucking knows everything, didn't see that. It just goes to show you that even the people you think of as experts are only human. I just couldn't, I, by the way, now at this point, if he was able to emulate the, the, who it turns out is it's Barty Crouch, uh, junior, who he is able to emulate, um, is, uh, it's the fact that Barty Crouch junior can be Mad-Eye Moody. If that's the way real Mad-Eye Moody is, I hope the real Mad-Eye Moody Comes yeah, back that to he life. was enough like him that it didn't raise suspicion. That people yeah. weren't like, he's not being himself. But now that the real I Moody, real Mad Eye Moody, is like <clears throat> brought Alive. up and like, you know, he's like, they're gonna bring him back to good health. I hope he maybe stays. I will have to find out in the order. That of the would Phoenix. be great, you know, because he was supposed to be the dark arts teacher. You should probably keep him as the dark arts teacher. Yeah, but at this point, all when they you, know when you polyjuice into somebody, do you get all of their knowledge? Do you get know. everything that they know? I don't think so. But here's the thing. Did the real Mad-Eye Moody agree to be professor? Or did he agree as... He had already agreed. Okay. He had already agreed and they and knew that. that. Was where the plan was. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So then slowly. So the- at this point, they're like, all we know is that it's not Mad-Eye Moody. Yeah. Which we've already revealed who it is. And if yeah. you've read the book, you know. But like, they just watch the Polyjuice potion wear just- off. Fair hair comes off, comes out. Pale skin. It's Bar- it's it's Barty Crouch Jr. Yeah, which. Why do I stutter through that? Harry recognizes him as an older version of the guy he saw in Dumbledore's Pensiev. You say that so well. Pensiev. So he's like, oh my God, that's the guy that I saw. And then at that point, they're like, we got to get information from this guy. And get Winky now the house elf. they ne- get Winky the house elf. And now they give him a truth serum. Yeah. And this is where the truth serum is. I'm still fucking wondering what Harry got. Yeah. Which maybe it was, maybe that was just a revival potion. We may never know. Why they- didn't she give a detail on that? I don't know. I think that maybe it was just to make you go <gasps> truth serum. And then maybe it was to throw you off one last time before yeah. this happens. Winky comes in, by the way, crying. Master Barty, what is you doing here? She's like sobbing, blah, blah, blah. Under the truth serum, Barty Barty Crouch Crouch spills the motherfucking beans. So here's what he tells them. Barty Crouch Jr. was in Azkaban. Yeah. His mother was dying outside of Azkaban. His mother convinced his father, Barty Crouch Sr. As her last dying wish. Please. Let so let's let me switch places with Barty Crouch. I'm Jr. going to die. Anyway. I'm going to die anyway. Let let me switch places. Get him out of there. Polyjuice potion me into him. So they go visit Barty Crouch Jr. Mm-hmm. in prison mm-hmm. as she's like near death. Yeah. Under the guise of you know seeing him one last time, etc. While she's in there, because the mentors, the guards. Are blind, which yeah. I feel like at this point, are they going to learn from this? Are they going mean, to go? Maybe we should have some eyes in there. Can we? Can, can, uh, Dementors have like conversation with people? Like, how do they, like, do they have a language? Like, do they, I think they understand each other, but I don't think they, I mean, they can listen, but they can't talk back and forth. And I guess the logic for the reason of not having another guard in there is that like that person would then be subjected to the Dementors. Yeah. So then they, the the energy would suck the life out of them too. So they're like, all right, Dementors only, but it's like fucking why don't you get some muggle technology in there get some cameras what are you doing why does no one use muggle electronics well maybe it's like maybe it's like hogwarts oh where you just you can't use it it just doesn't work i don't know the whole thing is the whole that whole you know what just like in america their prison system is fucked up truly i mean you have to do something about this you know what fair rights for azkaban prisoners yeah i guess um, yeah, because we've seen it's fallen apart multiple times. So we make they make the swap. Barty Crouch Jr. then comes home with his father, and, and his father Crouch- places him under the Imperius curse. Yeah. And his mom dies very shortly after that as Barty Crouch Jr. And so basically Barty Crouch Jr. lives as a prisoner in his dad's in his dad's house, house and, and becomes really close with Winky the house elf. Yeah. And uh Yeah. So that's just sort of his life now is not much better. Oh, but- and Barty Crouch. Uh, for some reason, the they find out about the Triwizard Cup tournament. Well, he found, he hears about it from his dad, and for some reason, Winky convinces Barty Crouch Senior to let Barty Crouch Junior go to the Quidditch Cup. Yeah. Oh, you mean to the Quidditch Cup? Yeah, I'm I mean to the Quidditch the Cup. Sorry. So, well, no, they know about the Quidditch because they're he works at the ministry, yeah. and. Winky by going, you know, um, his mother died to give him freedom. She'd have wanted him to live. A, she didn't want him to have a life of imprisonment. And Barty Crouch is one, I think, I don't want to call it a wink point, but so, weak point, but soft spot is that he loved his wife. 
Yeah. He loved her so much. So yeah. they decide under an invisibility cloak and the Imperious Curse. He could go to the Quidditch World Cup. Which is why when we saw Winky up there saving a the seat, seat for Barty Crouch, he never came because he was already fucking there. Yeah. Which wouldn't you have seen her floating in his lap? She No, she was in a separate seat. Oh, okay. She said I she's for, here. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I imagined her saving the seat sitting in the seat. No. Okay, so he's so he's there. How the fuck? And he's been under the Imperious Curse, which apparently for years he's been getting a little bit better at counteracting. And he's like, I'm going to fucking break, break the Imperious Curse. And that's what he does. He breaks the Imperious Curse. Yeah. And so when we saw Winky like being held back as she's going through when they're when they're escaping it turns out she was actually I trying to hold him back yes so she's holding him back yeah so she wasn't being dragged anywhere he, he grabbed harry's wand by the way way back at the quidditch world yeah Cup. he saw it sticking out of his thing and he took it snatcheroo yeah and it was him who cast the dark mark in the sky so when they when they did priori and cantatum on it that's why it was there because yeah. he had used it well and that's why uh so right when it happened and everyone goes looking in the woods, Mr. Crouch goes, they find Winky and he's like, I'm going to look for someone else. And he sees him there and just like fucking. Oh yeah. He's like, holy fuck. And, and I think that is why he was so pissed at Winky. Yeah. They're like, yes, he's pissed. She broke his rules, but now he's, he's pissed at Winky, but he's also pissed at himself. Cause yeah. I think he's putting together. Oh, my son was not this innocent person that was wrongly put freed. I have now let a fucking villain death eater. Loose, out. yeah. Who has cast the dark mark? I fucked up. Oh, this is so insane to me. So, the the imperious curse is broken. Yeah, uh, Voldemort somehow hooks up with Barty Crouch again. They like manage to link up. He fills they, them in on the plan. Uh huh. They go to they go to the house. They put Mister Crouch Senior under under the imperious curse. curse, and then they basically just squat and hang out. Yeah, and they force. By the way, at this point, Mister Crouch. Senior is going about his business. They're like, yeah, he's under the Imperius curse. Just do what you normally do. Yeah. Just so he's acting a little off, but not really. It's no, it's no one's truly concerned. Yeah. Uh, and him, the three of them, Wormtail, Barty and Voldemort prepare apologies potion. They have the plan for, they knew about Mad-Eye Moody from Mad-Eye Moody was going to be substitute teaching or yeah. not substitute teaching, teaching at Hogwarts that year. Yeah. And they, um, they decide, oh, this will be a perfect opportunity to plant someone inside Hogwarts. By the way, wasn't there a thing where, like, the only person who had ever discovered that Barty Crouch Jr. was alive, I don't know if this was later, is Bertha Jorkins. Yeah, Bertha Jorkins sees... Had come in and heard Winky uh-huh. talking to him, and that's yeah. when they'd done, like, a really fucked up memory charm on her. Yeah, and which they- is why they had had to do so much work to get the information out of mm-hmm. her, Voldemort and Wormtail, mm-hmm. when, they, um, when they encountered her. Yeah, so... They turn her brain to mush and then they just kill her. Yeah. So so Mr. So Mr. Crouch is going about his business uh, under the Imperius Curse as this whole school year. The whole but school he's year. He's starting to break free. Uh, he starts to break free. He tries to warn Dumbledore. That's, That's when, when you saw him. him with Kraut on the edge of the woods, blah, crumb. blah, blah. Crumb. Kraut, crumb. Fucking I, I, racist. Know. Sorry. Crowdy <laughs> crumb. I, can we just call everybody Kraut? Who's from that team? I think you want to. The it crowds. seems like you want to. The Crouts. Isn't that what we've always called them? Mm-hmm. So, so apparently Barty Crouch, when they had... When he's like, I've done something bad. I've done something horrible. Yeah. and and Must see Dumbledore. Yes. So Harry's like, Crumb, you stay here with him. I'm going to run to Dumbledore. When they had come back, Mr. Crouch is gone and we found Dumbledore... Or we found Crumb stunned. It's because Barty Crouch Jr. had fucking stunned Cedric. 
pulled Barty Crouch Sr. into the woods, covered him with the invisibility cloak, and then pretended to come back around as Alistair Moody. Yeah. So his whole plan was then... So he volunteered to take the the Triwizard Cup into the maze. Oh, yeah. By the way, after everyone was gone, he tran- he transformed Barty Crouch Sr.'s body into a bone and oh, buried yeah. it in front of Hagrid's house. Fucking murdered his dad. So fucking insane. Which tells you how truly evil it is. Yeah. But yes, he volunteered to carry the cup. He turned it into a portkey, and he's all like, fucking, my master's plan worked. He's returned to power. I will be rewarded beyond any wizard's dreams. That, that fucking classic minion of an evil person. I, uh, I'm, I'm melted. Yeah. Beyond melted. Shit's crazy. It's like. This mm. is, this is the, the fact. Okay. Say what you will about J.K. Rowling and her uh, views on things. She's an idiot. She's, She's a terrible person. This bitch is a goddamn fucking genius. Yeah. The fact that she was able to weave this whole thing. I think all the energy she put into these books burned holes in her brain. For sure. A thousand percent. But that you makes... see all these tiny little things coming back together. And, you know, you always get on my case about wanting to, like, I always want to, like, rush through these breakdowns because I want to get to the meaty stuff. And you're always like, no, 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 no. The little details are important. I'm like, no, they're not. And that's why. This right here is why I will never do that again. Yeah. Every little fucking. So I'm sitting here thinking that potion that. You just think I'm boring. And meanwhile, I'm like, no, there are. We have to pay attention to every detail. And I'm thinking. Uh, so now the, the, the potion, potion that he gave him when he. When Mad-Eye Moody first gave Harry a potion. Now I'm thinking, put a pin in that. That's going to mean something at some point. Oh, OK. You think that that's yeah, something. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I. I wouldn't be surprised if JK uses that detail at some point. That would be, that's true. I also think it could have been just throwing a left turn or it could have also been more truth serum. I don't know. Yeah. But I think at some point we're going to find out what that was because it doesn't seem like JK to just include that drop a detail. I mean, it's a very prominent detail. Yeah. Unless it was supposed to be clear that they're both truth serum and we're just not picking up on that. Maybe. Who knows? Anyway, that's the end of this chapter. We will be right back. All right. Chapter 36. The parting of the ways. All right. Shit is wild. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, At this point, Professor Dumbledore is is taking charge. Yeah, he brings Harry up to his office. And Sirius is in his office. uh, And he's in human form. He's in human. So... I I am confused why Dumbledore would have just left um Barty Crouch Jr. alone in that off or in that office. He didn't leave him alone, did he? Didn't he leave McGonagall with them? They're handling him. He they tied him up. Well then why why did Oh yeah, no, you're right. They left him alone tied up because they were going to go readdress him. Yeah. Because what are they going to do? Drag him around? I mean, he was magically tied up. Yeah, I don't know. It's It should have been fine. It should have been fine. But I don't know. It just seems weird that he just left him there. Um, it felt I felt like, I guess, Dumbledore's, Dumbledore's top priority has to be his students, Harry. Of course. because Harry he... just went through this horribly traumatic thing. Exactly. And uh... anyhow, so uh, Dumbledore had been in touch with Sirius Black. The whole time. The whole yeah. time. And Sirius Black is in Dumbledore's office waiting for them when they get there. He's in human form. 
he's like, oh my God, I knew something like this would happen. You know, just like a total worried godfather. Oh, God, daddy. Oh, I love him so much. uh, Makes Harry, he asks Harry to retell the story. He's like, I'm not going to keep asking you to do it, but I think it's important that, that, you know, I think it out. I think it's important. We know all the details. And then you cannot talk about it for a while. Let's look at him as like, he is the victim, a rape victim. Like that's how I traumatic don't think you need to apply a different trauma. You could just say a trauma. I know, but victim. like it's like a whole like I'm trying to just think of it as He's traumatized. A whole like it's the, one of the most horrible things ever that just happened to yeah, him. Yeah, he just saw so he, someone was murdered in front of him. He nearly lost his life. He saw the return of a dark wizard. Yeah. It's a lot. He's traumatized. He's probably in shock right now. Yeah. And then he saw Barty, M- M- Mad Eye Moody turn into Barty Crouch Jr. Someone he's trusted all year is now this fucking evil villain who was behind it all. He's just gone through a lot. And yeah. so if you've ever been traumatized, you don't want to keep reliving the trauma, which happens, yeah. by the way, every time you retell a story, you're reliving that trauma. Yeah. And you re-experience the emotions in your body and your body responds with the same alertness. Mm-hmm. So... I understand Dumbledore being like, look, I know this is going to be hard. I know you don't want to retell it, but we need to hear what happened. Yeah. So he does tell it. He tells Sirius and Dumbledore. He regurgitates the whole thing. And in the book, they say it's kind of like, almost like getting a poison out. I think it's a lot. It was was cathartic, I think. Yeah, it's the reason some people go to therapy is that uh, there are things that maybe you've never said to anyone and finally saying them to someone releases a little bit of something. Yeah. The part I loved about this was explaining, because we were just talking about uh, when because the two wands are brother wands exactly. So he explained what like what happened when when all of the uh, when the wand was like regurgitating all of the people who had been killed. Yeah, apparently this is a thing that is what happens with brother wands. Yeah. So this isn't some this has never happened. It's unprecedented as we had spoken before or what we were thinking that nobody knew. It's just very 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 rare. Yeah, Dumbledore knew because he's fucking Dumbledore. Knows everything. He was aware that they were brother wands because Ollivander had told Dumbledore the minute Harry got his wand. Yeah. Because, I mean, who wouldn't? It's like, oh, hey, heads up. I don't know what this means, but the brother wand of Voldemort's wand has just been bought. So I feel like you should know that. And we know it's a phoenix feather, but we didn't know that it came from Fox. Yeah. Who's in the office. Dumbledore's phoenix. Yeah. His. And. Who knows what significance that will play in the future or if that played significance in the past when Phoenix, when the Phoenix has shown up. Yeah. Like, did he just show up because he is loyal to Dumbledore or does he have an extra tie to Harry because of the wand? Yeah, I think he has an extra tie. But that being said, wouldn't he have an extra tie to Dumbledore? I mean, to Voldemort. What's the name of the next book? The Order of the Phoenix. Ooh, Fox is going to have some busy work. That's interesting. Uh, Anyway, so the two wands face off. He explains why why all of that happened. Um, kind of like breaks everything down for him. And Dumbledore gives him this like amazingly high compliment. Like you've done like. I just thought I heard a shake and I thought it was going to be another earthquake. earthquake. I heard something too. And now I'm like, did something in my closet fall because of the earthquake? And maybe it started to fall. <sighs> Who knows? There was an earthquake last night, you guys, yeah. in Los Angeles. So we all woke up now, at about o'clock in the morning. Now we're all a little jumpy. Um, but that's the sound that an earthquake... You didn't hear the sound, but it was the sound an earthquake makes. Anywho. Yeah. Um, anyways, Voldemort is like, you know, 
you did Dumbledore's Dumbledore's fuck I I keep doing this Dumbledore is like you know you shouldered a burden of a grown wizard as a very very young man like you should be like proud of yourself you know you rose to the occasion you're incredible now go to the infirmary and go to sleep yeah like what you need to do now is sleep for a fucking long time. Yeah. Like, like take a sleeping pill, get Madame Pomfrey to like you give you something yeah, to sleep. A sleeping potion. Like you don't need to go fucking repeating the story yeah. over and over right now. Yeah. You need a good night's sleep. A so good he, dreamless sleep. So he sends him to the, they go to the infirmary with uh, Sirius back as the dog now. So Sirius, Sirius converts to the dog because he's going to watch over Harry. And, uh, and, uh, Mad-Eye Moody's in there. The real Mad-Eye Moody's in there. Yeah, Supposedly he's, he's gonna up. he's gonna be fine. He's probably you know. I'm IVs excited. I want him to up. come back as the dark arts professor next year. Well, I'm interested for you to see what happens. You know, will he be similar? Will he be different? Will I mean, he, he back? minus the fact that he ended up being a bad guy. Well, a bad guy trapped in a good guy's body. If that's the way his character really was, like the way he treated Harry. I would fucking love that. I know, but now it's like everything he was doing for Harry was actually to give him this advantage yeah. to win the thing. So it seemed like a good teach. But the one thing where I feel like he fucked up, I mean, there's a million places Barney Crouch Jr. fucked up. He's a fuck up. He is a evil piece of shit. But teaching them yeah. unforgivable curses, yeah. he practiced the Imperius curse on him and Harry got good at the Imperius curse, but maybe it was all a way to see what's the deal with his Imperius curse? Or maybe he was preparing him so he could have a, a, a fair fight with Voldemort. Oh, so maybe he's actually not that evil, you think? No, I think maybe Voldemort is like, prepare him. You know, we're going to duel. So get him ready. So for get him ready, because I want this to be a fair fight. I don't want to just want whip my dick out. I want him to come with all out. his knowledge, yeah. and I want to still destroy yeah. him. That's fair. But I also feel like nobody anticipated him being as good as he was off yeah. the bat with the Imp- Imperius yeah. curse. Um, which is pretty fucking impressive. Okay, so Harry's falling asleep, and then he wakes up and hears voices arguing. Oh, yeah, something's going on. Professor McGonagall is shouting at Cornelius Fudge. With a rage we have never seen in McGonagall, because Fudge... Fucked up. He He fudged up. Royal fuck up. So Fudge was notified about what was going on and... Took it upon himself... To, he was going to go question Barty Crouch, but because he was worried for his safety, he brought a Dementor. A Dementor. And as soon as the Dementor got in there, what did he do? Dementor's kiss. Barty Crouch is gone. Now they have no fucking yeah. testimony. He brought a fucking cannon to a gunfight. Like, not even a gunfight. And Dumbledore openly has said that he does not want Dementors in his school. Yeah. So it's like, is Fudge a fucking idiot? I think Fudge is did this because I think Fudge, at some point, we're going to find out he's on the bad side. You think he's on the bad side? He did this on purpose to get rid of him just in case Barty Crouch spills any beans. That's interesting. Because as they go on in this conversation and they're like, he's back and Fudge is so in denial. I wonder, is it because he's evil? Is it because he doesn't know what that means for his position of power? That like, it's the same as fucking, to me, Trump addressing the pandemic. It's not a big deal. We're all going to be fine. You say that, people feel good. You said it was, we're all going to be fine. And then all of a sudden it's not fucking fine. And now you fucked up. Yeah. But if you go, oh my God, all hell's broken loose. And it's not that big of a deal. People are going to be like, why would you incite all of this? Yeah. I think to him, it's like, we don't want the people to get panicked. Yeah. But that maybe is more self-serving. I think it's self-serving. I think he's going to be a bad guy and he will have wanted 
he wanted to have Artie Crouch Jr. eliminated. Maybe, maybe Cornelius Fudge knew that the swap had occurred with Barty Crouch Jr. and his mom. Maybe he found out about that and never said anything, or maybe he was being blackmailed or whatever. Oh, yeah. Who knows? I mean... I think he brought that Dementor in on purpose because he knew exactly what was going to happen. I think he's just always struck me as kind of a shitty leader and doesn't actually know what he's doing. He seems to me like someone who was okay, maybe in a lower position and shook enough hands to get where he is and was more like said the right things. But who knows? We'll see what happens with him. And this fucks everything up. It ruins everything. Because now they don't have an ability to question Barty, Barty Crouch Jr. directly. They don't have someone to go to show the public, hey, this is proof that Voldemort is back. Because people are going to be scared. And the instinct, I think, is denial is a part of grieving. Yeah. So obviously if you hear a terrorist is coming back, a fucking horrific leader, you are grieving the loss of your freedom. There are going to be people, people well who said. go, mm, I don't... I didn't even think of it that way. So. That's so true. Yeah. It's a real thing. I think I'm grieving the loss of our freedom with this whole COVID thing. Yeah. I'm uh, grieving the loss of... Everyone is. A, a life that I could move through freely before this. Yeah, I think everyone right now, we are in... I don't want to say universal because it seems like maybe it's just the United States at this point. We are in a group trauma yeah everyone is going through the same process and nobody knows how to process it so everyone's fucking lashing out and losing their shit and the reality is yeah it sucks but we just have to be in it while it sucks for a while and that that's unfortunately you know part of it and there's all the stages of grief they're gonna go back and forth and yeah which is silly because so many of those stages of grief hinge on some sense of control when realistically it's like when you lose someone you love likely there was nothing you could have done yeah. Which nobody wants to hear. But I mean, likely there was nothing that could be done with this. I mean, there could have been We whatever. couldn't have individually prevented COVID. Yes. Did I possibly bring it over from Switzerland? Yes. But that's neither here nor there. Personally, I think I brought it to Switzerland. But Switzerland handled it swiftly. Yeah. So Switzerland. My bad. Just fortified its country and let nobody in. Yeah. Just and they're like, just like they did. What, what did we do during World War II? Let's do that again. I don't actually know what we did during World War II. Switzerland. Oh, Switzerland, Switzerland. Yeah. During World War II. Stay the fuck out of here. Yeah. They were like, they're like, we're not taking part in any of this. Yeah. Except they, Jews' money were hidden in, um, whatever. That's a whole other story. Um, Jews' money was hidden in Switzerland? Yeah. For the Nazis. Oh, for the Nazis. I thought it was hidden, like, They took the money and they put it in there. No. Oh, that's Um, why people still hide their money in Switzerland. Yeah. I've been to Zug. I know you're all hiding fucking Mm -hmm. millions and billions of dollars. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Epstein's Island's not an island. Think about it. Um, so... Fudge is just in complete denial. Yeah, about he Voldemort like, coming. Will back. not hear it. He's shutting down McGonagall. It's so infuriating. I don't know why he would deny it so vehemently. Like, because he if because if Voldemort's back and it happened at the Triwizard Tournament, which is a thing that was it's under his jurisdiction. By, yes, it makes him look bad. And some but people are so stubborn, wrapped up. I mean, we talked about this just in the last chapter. People are wrapped up in their ego, and they're yeah. like. People will let other people die yeah. to try and continue to make themselves look good. True. People would rather let other people fail than go, hey, I fucked <clears> up. Trump. Um, yeah. Yeah. Trump it's- would rather let all Americans die than be like, you know what? I made a huge error. I handled this so bad. Yeah. Um, and so he's being a fucking dick. And Fudge he- is like, I'm out of here. And then he takes up be- the prize money. Wait, we skipped a part. Oh, what? Um, in this argument, Snape, 
pulls oh, yeah. up his arm to show the dark mark to be yeah. like, look at this. Because Snape used to be a Death Eater. And now, so he's now we branded. know that it's like a hundred percent proof. He's like, this is the dark mark. Yeah. It turned black. That means he's back. Means he's back. And fucking Fudge is still like, no, no. absolutely not. Throws the bag of galleons at Harry that he had won for the he's Triwizard like, Tournament. You won these Triwizard Tournament. Blah blah and, blah. And heads out. Um. Dumbledore remembers that Winky is in just, she's a hot mess. Yeah. So he sends Madame Pomfrey to like, can you go check on Winky? Winky just found out that both of her masters are dead. Yeah. One of whom she was hiding and one of whom she was truly loyal to. And this is hard for a house elf. Yeah. I mean, she's gone through so much in the past year. Like she got let go and that her family has been with that family for generations. Yeah. And now to find out the only people she ever cared for are dead. This makes me so sad. Yeah. It's very hard. Because all she wanted to do was care for those people. Yeah. And now she's stuck at Hogwarts making food for shitty kids. Booger monsters. Booger monsters. Oh, Malfoy. I hope she poisons Malfoy. God, don't we all. Anywho. So Dumbledore's like, hey, go down and help this hot mess. To Madame Pomfrey, he's like, you know, check on her, whatever. So when she leaves, then it's just him, Snape, Mrs. Weasley, and the, you know, three amigos, Ron, Hermione, Harry. And uh, Sirius Black is there in dog form. And Dumbledore is like, all right, Sirius, Sirius, go go to human form. form. He comes out of human form. Snape's like, what the fuck? So this, in the book, by the way, is where we learn, oh, Snape did not know about Sirius being. Oh. Because he was like. Good point. What? In the fuck? Yeah. No idea. Um, Of course. Uh, Mrs. Weasley does not know. Oh, so, she doesn't know shit about Sirius Black because all anyone else knows is that he's a prisoner escaped from escape, escape Azkaban. From Azkaban. So she's like, oh my God, it's Sirius Black. Ah! And everyone's like, it's okay, Molly. It's okay. Yeah, he's not that bad. Um, uh, I can't wait to see that in the they movie. They have to, of course, like, calm her down because they're trying to fucking keep things hush Yeah, they're like, shut your trap, bitch. Yeah, and Dumbledore's like, Sirius, you need to go to Remus Lupin's house. And gather and get, the old crowd. Yeah, get the group together. So to me, it's get like... Get the band back together. That's what it is. It's like all the good wi- the good wizards who are fighting are now reassembling. The people oh, who my God, fought before doing? are now getting back together, which is... I mean, is everybody going to start... How do you practice your uh, Avada Kedavra? Is that what they're going to do? Does I, everybody need to practice? I guess so. I it's, mean, are they out of war shape? I mean, I think so. Because I, th- I really think... They've I been don't retired for it, 13 years. I think years. there is like wand strength and stuff. I think... It is, in a weird way, it's somehow connected to repetition and getting better. That's why people struggle when they yeah. first start learning spells. That's why Harry couldn't immediately osseo shit across the room. It would yeah. just, like, tremble and fall. And then, oh, in this part, uh, Dumbledore looks at Snape, and he's like, you know what I'm, you know I'm going to ask you to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, you and got it. And he's like, you, you are, are, are you, you ready? prepared to do this? Do and Snape just goes, I am. And fucking, that's ominous. What are you thinking? As someone um, who's never read the series, you hear that. I think he is going to ask Snape to be a double agent. Okay. So you're thinking yeah. you've got to go back to you the gotta dark You got to go side. inside. You got to go inside. That's fucking. You got to infiltrate. Asking that is so risky because you have to assume that you're also accepting the risk that this person could choose to be loyal to the other side. Yeah. I, it's so, it's the, the. Where it's like, he doesn't have a fucking Hogwarts tattoo that lights up. Yeah. He is his, his loyalty. Um, fuck, Dumbledore's trust uh, trust in uh, Snape is so deep. I, it's just unwavering. It's 
It's, I mean, you know, from this point in the stories, it's hard to imagine what went on between them that created this tight of a bond. Yeah. And who knows? And what are you thinking? If, if what he's asking is to be a double agent, because right now we don't know. Yeah. Where do you think Snape's loyalty lies? I mean, I think Snape will ultimately go back to being a Death Eater. You think so? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You don't trust the judgment of Albus Dumbledore? No. <sighs> Time will tell. Snape escapes the room. Escapes. He leaves. People have to leave. <laughs> um, and then Dumbledore goes to speak with Cedric's family. Hermione, Ron, and Ron, uh, Mrs. Weasley, they just stay there to like hang around Harry, keep yeah. him safe. Yeah. And then something weird happens. Um, in the midst of all of this, Hermione slams her hand down on the windowsill. Yeah, so she's just hanging by the windowsill, and we just see her do this kind of like commotion, sort of like a mm, weird. Mm. And she's holding something. But it's like a jar, and they don't, it's not really clear, and she just kind of continues on their little chit-chat. And the the chapter ends with Harry finally like taking the rest of his potion like he's just i'm out man. yeah and that's where we leave i'm off. so curious what was in her hand and we'll find out right after this last chapter book four end of the goblet of fire chapter 37 the beginning we end at the beginning oh yeah it ends at the beginning this kind of got me pumped up for the next book because I'm like, oh, shit. This is the beginning of, like, an entirely different landscape of Harry Potter-ness. Yeah, it's, like, a whole new world now. Like, how can they just, like, go back to school normal now? They can't. Everything has changed. It's like a pandemic. If the pandemic was a scary man with with no nose. No nose. Honestly, if we had no noses, we might be fine. Who knows? You have no nose. I mean, it's there. It doesn't work. It's just not doing anything. Yeah, it's just more for looks than function. Which you have a very cute nose. I do not, but that's, thank you. Are you kidding? I have a it's, hook nose. No, you do. A hook nose? Yeah, it goes. Are you on drugs? No, it does not at all. Yes, it does. I've been, it's been broken several times. I'm looking at it. There's literally nothing that hooks about it. Yeah, it's right here. No, d- yeah. there's no hooking. There's I'm staring straight. And, I'm, I'm and looking broken blood vessels straight because at it's it. hooked. There, I'm looking straight. There's nothing. Turn. Nothing. And I, you know I would say something. I don't think you would because oh, several I absolutely people have. would. Well, I don't know what assholes. There's nothing hooky about I your nose. I can't turn my head sideways enough on the YouTube video to get out of the, the blowout of the white light. But it definitely, but thank you is what I should have said. Turn your head to the side. People go into YouTube and let her know that she does not have a hook nose. I do have a hook nose. It does not slope down. It goes boop, boop. There's no, a hook in no, it. No, no. Yeah. It's no. fine. You don't. You it's don't. Fine. There is no there is no hook in your nose. It's it could if be you worse. Google hook nose, it's not your nose. I'm not Googling hook nose and having my phone registered as a racist. Mm. Feels like a racist thing to Google. It's a very anti-Semitic one. All um, right, so the beginning. But it's a it's also a descriptor. You could just say it as a description and not be being True, true, know, true, true, true. They describe Snape as that. Oh, Snapey Snape. And Snape. is it rude? Yes. But it doesn't have to be anti any type of group. It could just be anti or observant of a nose. It doesn't matter. Anywho, so the last chapter starts off a couple weeks later. Um, Harry. Oh, yeah. It's school's ending. School's ending. Harry has to face the diggeries. He, you know, is giving his condolences. It's the dad, hardest thing he's dad, done. Dad, Amos Diggory, can't stop crying. Weeks. Yeah, bawling. And then his mom is just sort of in this, like, beyond tears sort of 
I imagine, shock state of what happens to a parent when they lose a child where just part of you is dead forever. Yeah. And you never recover from it. Wow. That was a perfect description. If anyone's listening to this and you've lost a child, heads up. I think you nailed that. You're never going to recover. But. But. You'll be okay. She thanked Harry for bringing back his body. Yes. And he tries to give them the thousand galleons. He's like, please, will you accept this? And And they're they're like, like, we're not taking your money. Yeah. And it's like all the money in the world won't bring back our son. Who cares? Also, we need less money now. We don't have to care for a child. They don't say all that, but it's worth noting. Is it? What's wrong with me? So (sighs) Ron, Hermione, and Harry all hang out. He eventually tells them everything that went on. Yeah. Um, As they do. A whole whole catch-up. They love the catch-up session. Um, Mrs. Weasley, uh, unbeknownst unbeknownst to Harry... uh, Asks Professor Dumbledore if Harry can come to the burrow. Yeah, but Dumbledore says he needs to go to the Dursleys first. And he doesn't explicitly say it, but I think we learned. I don't remember where we learned. We learned, I think, in the graveyard. There is some sort of protection charm at yeah. Harry's parents' yeah. house. Yeah, Harry's, Harry's family's house. Family's house. So I think they're sending him there in the meantime because they know he's 100% safe. And maybe they're like, let's at least get eyes on the enemy yeah. before we're letting this kid venture out into yeah. Oh, you know, places that are fucking open wounds. Yeah. And that it could be, you know, attacked at any point. So he's hoping that means a little bit sooner than last summer he'll be able to go there, but fuck, he's got to go. And of course, uh, Harry visits Hagrid. Of course, he has to. And talks to him about everything that goes on. Yeah. And, I mean, he lets him know everything. And then Hagrid tells... Poor Harry has now retold the story. Three times? Four times? I think more than that. Four times? Um, three or four times, which is hard. Yeah. Uh, Hagrid tells Harry that he has a little bit of a job to do this summer. It may or may not involve Madame Maxime, should she choose to participate. So, kind of elusive about that, but he's up to something. They're going to have big, big love. Is that what you think? I was going to ask, what do you think he's... Um, I don't know. Oh, he has to go He has to go visit the Giants. Oh. To and- get the Giants, because they had said that earlier, that they need to get the Giants on their side. So the two of them are going to go talk to the giants and be like, hey, help us. We're giants, too. I think that's what their job is. Yeah, and uh, it's not helpful that fucking Rita Skeeter uh, has now shit all over giants in the wizarding newspaper. Yeah. That's going to be a fucking uphill so battle. So they're going to have to make peace over that and then convince them. You know what it reminds me of? Uh, the Game of Thrones. When... Um, they have to go to get, I wanted to say the muggles, when they have to go and get the uh, wildlings. The wildlings. Oh, yeah. On their side. Like, Look, I know. I know we're at we're, odds. We but are we, all against these people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is kind of like that. So yeah. hopefully, I don't know, hopefully it fucking works because it seems like they need all the help they can get. Although it does really seem like the, the uh, giants and even the Dementors would have, you know, they're all kind of bad guys like i feel like they would naturally lean toward voldemort's side but like what's in it for the muggles i mean what's in it for the giants to side with the wizards the good wizards especially if they've kind of been ousted in silence in this in the meantime but i mean that's true but like i would say what's in it for them with the bad guys but it's like uh killing people yeah and if that's in their instinct to do then that's great but if it's not in their instinct to do and they just know they are big enough that they can do it and survive that could play into it. Yeah. You know what I mean? If they're like, no, we're not natural born killers, but we're well aware that it's very easy for us to kill people yeah. if we have to survive. I so see. what I, protection are you offering us? I wonder what sort of skills they have to battle wizard stuff. Yeah. But I wonder if it takes 
extra spells to take down a giant. Because yeah. also remember in the one of the scenes in Game of Thrones, which is referencing Game of Thrones, oh, we yeah. will eventually do Game of Thrones. Yes, yeah. by the way. Um, where they're trying to take down that giant. Yeah. There's a, the one fucking yeah, yeah, the big, they, they, and they're just sh- shooting it. Like a fucking. million times. Yeah. So maybe. A million fucking times. Maybe that's just like your shield. You know what I mean? You yeah. fucking send in the giants. You come in behind weaving spells behind them. I don't know. I don't really know. Well, Do I'm excited. I'm excited for that. I really hope they make some whoopee on the way. I don't want to see it. They're both diplomats and diplomats should be boning. They need to dip their mats into each other. And Hagrid will not tell them what the job is. Nope. So. Which I'm surprised he didn't accidentally spill the beans as he, he usually does. He did uh, do his classic dum- good man, Dumbledore. Like he just mm-hmm. always is like, he's a brilliant man. Dumbledore, good man. <laughs> so yeah, who knows? Will we see Hagrid over the summer? Will we not see him till next year? Will we see him next year? Will he be the teacher? Who knows? Yeah. We don't know what anything holds. Um, so they're the reality that Harry has to go back to his family really fucking bummed me out. Yeah. That it's like, Oh yeah. Cause that glimmer of the idea of going straight to the Weasleys is great. Yeah. But then the reality of back at fucking private drive with uncle Vernon. So, Oh Jesus. Yawning really is contagious. We are real exciting. So it's in the year leaving feast, which we know in the past, it's usually a celebration um, one of the houses that won. won the cup, but this year instead of the hall being decorated in the color of a winning house, everything is all. It's the, a little bit of a funeral. Yeah, no. They're all, sitting shiva for Cedric Gregory. Yeah, there's a lot of black, and and a lot of uh, it is. It's like a toast to the life of Cedric Diggory. And then Dumbledore tells everyone how Cedric died. Dumbledore goes, Cedric was murdered by Lord Voldemort. Like he's not fucking around. He's yeah. like, look, the Ministry may not want to release this information. It feels like maybe they're not ready to let everyone know this. So I want you guys to know the truth. Yeah. Dumbledore is back. And I need you guys as hard as it is to hear to see what happened to a very good, honest, loving person mm-hmm. when they were faced against Lord Voldemort. Yeah. They're, we are all in danger. I mean, that was, that was an emotional part for me. Yeah. No, it's, it's hard to go. Yeah. Like Cedric was a good guy. He was a good kid yeah. and he's dead. Oh, that's just fucking heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, Fleur de Lacour, of course, comes and says bye to Harry. Happy she met him. Of course, it, when I saw it, read that or heard you read it, I uh, was like, ooh, possible love interest later? With Fleur de Lacour? I mean, maybe. Maybe, could, maybe, maybe. Easily. I mean, I think anyone could be Fleur de Lacour's love interest because as we know, she's got Velo blood. A so she could smoke show. Suck you in. But maybe she's going to return in some shape or form. Um, and uh, Victor Crumb and Hermione have a goodbye. This goodbye, Hermione. <laughs> Hermione. Hermione. And Ron finally like is like, bye. Can I have your autograph? Like he uh, finally is like, Wait, before you go. So now, now that Neville's on my good list, Ron is like the only person left in the boys. At well, no, there's Percy. I think there's just something that bugs me about Percy and Ron. What is it? What about I don't Ron know. bugs you? I don't know. There's something about Ron that bugs me. Is it that he's kind of fucking a baby? Yeah, maybe. Sometimes people are babies. I don't know. I don't know. I get it. He's kind of a bitch. Um, so they get, back on the tra- they get back on the train. Uh, and Hermione finally tells uh, Harry and Ron, and Ron how she figured out. Reader Skeeters. Yeah. So Harriet said bugging. And she's like, that made me think. And Harry's like, yeah, but you said that you know, electronics don't work. And she's like, yeah, not muggle bugging. 
like literal bugging. Rita Skeeter is an unregistered animagi. And she turns into a beetle. beetle. She's a literally beetle. been fucking hiding out. She's literally been bugged. I mean, yeah. Because there was this one bugged. time. So when they were talking about bugging earlier, uh, Hermione like touched her hair. And she remembered uh, that Rita Skeeter had pulled a beetle off of her or something. No. Or someone had pulled a beetle. She had pulled a beetle out of her hair. Oh, when she, she pulled was a beetle out of her Victor hair. Crumb. That's what it was. And that's where Rita Skeeter had gotten her information. And then Harry remembers they saw a beetle crawling on a rock mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. he overheard Hagrid and Maxime. And then they talk about the explanation Malfoy for Malfoy doing, doing the walkie-talkie thing. He was talking directly to Rita. Apparently, it's like they obviously know. They're yeah. in on the fact that she's an animagi. And they've been feeding her information. Mm-hmm. That's why she always has fucking quotes mm-hmm. only from Slytherins. Yep. About how shitty everyone is. Because they obviously hate fucking Hagrid and Harry. And it's it's illegal what she's doing. Yeah, she's unregistered animaga. It's a huge crime. If you learn to change into an animal, you have to immediately register. We've, yeah. we've learned that countless times. So uh, when Hermione was in the infirmary. That commotion we heard. Where she, she slammed her hand down on the windowsill and then had something in her hand. She had, a, she had caught the beetle. She caught the beetle in, in, a an jar. Un, in this like unbreakable put, jar. Yeah, she put an unbreakable charm on the glass mm-hmm. so she can't get out. And she told, I mean, she's not letting Rita go until mm-hmm. what? Yeah, she said, you have to promise you're not going to do any writing for a year. Yeah, so. she uh, if, she, if she can't do any writing for a year, otherwise she will tell. Everyone. Uh, the Ministry of Magic that she is an unregistered animagi. Animagi. Animagi? Animagi? Animagus. So, fuck you, Rita Skeeter. Hopefully she's out of our hair for now, at least. Um, Maybe she'll change her ways. I mean, this was exciting for me. I love that Hermione, using her intelligence, using how... What was her sign again? We did a we did an astrology chart for her. Which may either be out now or later. Um, I don't remember now. Anywho, so uh, she's got a creative mind. She figured it out. Yeah, Virgo. Virgo. That's what it is. Yeah. So she put this together, figured it out, um, and kind of came through in the clutch. So uh, it wouldn't be an end of the book if uh, Malfoy, Crab, and Goyle didn't circle through for some shit talking. So they come in fucking happy as clams. They were already, like, not standing up to toast Cedric Diggory during mm-hmm. the fucking last feast. And also, of course, not to do Harry, because they we didn't mention it, but they did do a toast for Harry. Um and Malfoy's just like, I told you that you should be careful who you're friends with. You chose the wrong people. Mm-hmm. You're on the losing side. Yeah. So he's basically just being like, we're on, we're, uh, he's just basically saying he's on the dark side yeah. at this point, I think. Yeah. Just fully admitting to and it. And that you guys were going to die. Yeah. He's like. The fact that he's allowed to just, wouldn't they just snatch, oh, well, I mean, I guess if everybody's den- denying that Lord, Lord Voldemort is back, the fact that Harry says he saw Lucius Malfoy in the graveyard would mean nothing they'd be like oh you're not well yeah you don't know what you saw your head's rattled yeah but it's like wouldn't they at least be on like a watch list you think that's like shouldn't we like yeah there should be an uh, a watch list uh uh a no fly list yeah like shouldn't there just be some sort of extra eye on them something but they're being dicks and ron hermione and Harry all pull out their wands to fucking stupefy, but little do they know, so do George and Fred, who are coming down the hallway from the outside, and so they knock them on their fucking So the, the spells touch tips. Yeah, they're on just the double hit 
with these spells. Hit it from the front, hit it from the back. It really wasn't a touch tip. It was more of like a spit roast. Like they spit roasted them with spells. Oh yeah, come from the front, come, come from, from the back. back. Just hit it. in all your holes. In all your holes. Your holes get filled up with stupefaction and then it just blows your ass out and you're just out on the floor. Yeah, just fucking out like a light. So <sighs> they're down for the count. Fred and George come in. They finally reveal what the fuck they had been hiding because they're like, come on, just tell us. So who they've been blackmailing, mm-hmm. it's Ludo Bagman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Ludo Bagman didn't, uh, paid their bet, but didn't, he used, uh, leprechaun gold. No, he didn't pay their bet. Oh, he didn't he, pay their bet at all. And they asked for their regular money back. Oh yeah. Yeah. He didn't pay them back. He asked for their regular money back. And he gave them leprechaun gold back for their regular money, which, which of course disappears. disappears. So come to find out Ludo Bagman is just fucking got a gambling addiction. Oh, and then also he uh Lee he owns Ludo Bagman owns money to Lee Jordan. Lee Jordan's dad. So this guy is in deep. That's why we saw him with the goblins. Apparently the goblins, I don't know, they're like mob sharks or whatever. They got the money. He owes a lot of money. So Ludo Bagman has fled the coop. He's left yeah, the country. We have no country. idea where he is. But they're like, yeah, we pretty much got fucked. We lost the little bit of money we have. Yeah. Whatever. And then Harry, in true Harry form, takes his winnings from the Triwizard Cup tournament. Oh, wait. Before this. Okay. I think it's important that, cause, just because it's funny, they say that Ludo Bagman had planned to win everyone's money back uh-huh. by betting on Harry oh, yeah. in the Triwizard tournament, which, which that now explains why Ludo Bagman was trying to help him. Because yeah. I think all the help he was giving, getting from Ludo Bagman makes you think like maybe Ludo was in on the dark yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. But now we go, oh, it's just money related. Yeah. That was just and a bet. Since Harry didn't win, since Harry didn't win outright, he he didn't win anything, and that's yeah. when he fled. But to what you were saying, um, they the train comes to a stop at King's Cross, and he pulls Fred and George aside, and he's like, "Hey guys, I'm giving you my winnings. Yeah, under okay. one condition. You got to start your joke shop, but that's not the condition. The condition is you got to buy Ron some different robes and say they're from the twins. Yeah, say it's from you guys. Yeah, so it's like get." Him get rid of these awful dress robes. Yeah. I don't know if we're gonna have to fucking take dates out again. I don't want to be seen with this man in an overgrown baby doll dress. Or he was just doing it to help Ron feel like a man. I mean, yeah, because he's also like, I understand the logic of don't say it's from me because it's like I don't want him to be like, oh my fucking rich famous yeah. friend is giving me his you know pity money. Yeah. But then you know Harry exits and he heads back in the station. And he and he repeats to himself what Hagrid had said. Um, what would come would come, and he would just have to face it when he did, when it did. So that's his outlook. Is like, look, I know it's coming. There's nothing I can do about it right now. So I think this is a good outlook on life. <sighs> that I just have to know it's coming and face it whenever it gets here. But in the meantime, I'm just in the meantime. And he has to go back to Privet Drive. With the fucking worst the people ever. Ugh. And that concludes. Dudley, do you think Dudley will be fatter? I can't imagine he would. Is he be. gonna get to full pork sausage size? I mean, it does. It does seem likely. He seemed on a trajectory. Although when Harry left, he was on a diet. Yeah. So. Who knows? Or did they ever deflate him? I don't know. I mean, I guess it was Are just Are the Dursleys ever going to fucking come around? God damn it. Are they just going to be assholes? You know. You know. And you playing dumb is adorable. I'm not playing dumb. I just said I don't know. Okay. But you do know. I'm not playing dumb. I'm just not telling you. 
But you, you don't say you don't know. Be like, I know, but I, I won't tell you. I won't tell you if I know or not. You know I, I, know I know you know. I don't know. You've what read the I, books. How would I you not know? I've forgotten every detail. You don't know. So you know, you just might not remember. It's been in your head. You've read it. You've experienced it. The point is, regardless of what's going on in my head, you're not going to get any information from me. So then just say you're not getting any information from me. You know you're not getting information. So then stop saying, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I'll murder you. I will absolutely. Uh, no, you won't. Then you have to read the book by yourself. And then you're going to get half the words wrong. I can't. And not understand I, guys, the story. I, I am not good at reading. You need me. What are your thoughts? Closing thoughts before we get into the movie. Closing thoughts. Um, that was truly some of the best literature I have ever read ever. Um, well, I've ever heard someone read to me because I didn't read any of it. Uh, I can't get over how good that was. I can't get over. Usually when the books end, I'm like, oh my God, what a cliffhanger. Like this was a cliffhanger, but it was also so sad. The action at the end was so satisfying that I feel satiated and I'm super excited for the next book, but I'm also like, oh. At least we got some answers, you know? At least we, like, understand. I have no idea where it's going. I was going to say, do you have any predictions? Is there going to be a battle of good versus evil? You know, is Harry going to be just, like, thrown into, like, having to... The way I see it is, like, if Voldemort is the ultimate bad guy, they're going to be fighting him for the next few books. Like, unless another bad guy emerges. Hmm. But if Voldemort's, like, the, the, the bad guy to end all bad guys... No, no. I will actually murder you. I will murder you. I don't know. I would love just to be like, I'm try. never going to tell you. I don't know. Bitch, I would, I would dose you. I would make you OD. Okay. And people would think you actually OD'd because you're depressed. All They're right. like, oh, Jessica Michelle, she definitely committed suicide. Let me go on the record and say that if I ever turn up to have overdosed on pills, you now know, everyone listening, mm-hmm. that it wasn't me because I'm not a fucking coward. I'm not going to overdose on pills. You're going to blow your head off like an adult. Yeah, like a fucking grown up. Anyway. Well, I'm excited for the next book. We're going to start reading it. We're going to take a little breaky poo next Ye- week and we'll be back. Yeah. So we will be back with the Order of Phoenix uh, after you guys, we watch the movie. Thank you so much for, you know, listening subscribing. uh subscribing if you reviewing. haven't left a rating in a review we would really love like, that that's it's just so awesome and our patreon's growing we would love to have you join it patreon.com slash two filthy nerds we're also we dipped our toe today and well by the time this comes out it won't be today into live streaming to play around with it so we're gonna have more live stream stuff coming uh probably specifically on patreon more but you know across the board so follow our stuff find us on youtube find us on twitter instagram and share us with your friends who like Harry Potter or just like women fucking fighting with each other. Oh, we'll fight more if you guys like that. I hope you don't like that. I hope Let you us like know. that. I don't want to fight. All, All right, right. Goodbye. We love you guys. Bye. Bye.